Welcome to Ghost in the Night, a paranormal and true crime podcast. Phil, have you ever heard a Nazi tell a knock-knock joke? No. Knock-knock. Who's that? We will ask the questions. That, that, that was not funny, but kind of funny. You know Are why you... chickens don't wear underwear? Why? Because they're peckers on their face. You know, now that you think about it, that's correct. How much oh, easier yeah. would that be? Here's one for you. Oh, shit. Here Here's one for you. What goes well... Did I, did I hit you with the pizza one already last I, time? I don't think so, but... What goes guess. well on pizza, but not pussy? What? Crust. Oh, I think we did hit that one. I would have also accepted cheese. What's up, Gregory's here. We are back. Like uh, and share right for, now. For those people listening to Bring this podcast. Bring people to us now that we're actually back. And for once, Gregory... Well, if Papa Will's still in here, Papa Will's been around. But for once, we have... Between holidays and other shit. We have legitimate, legitimate reasons. reasons for why it's been so fucking long since we made one yeah. of these things. Uh, but if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite podcast player, such as Apple Podcasts, <laughs> Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Podbean, Amazon. iHeartRadio. Be sure to go over to the YouTube channel and subscribe and like, and you can catch us live when we do these. And also, leave us a review. Hopefully a good one, but you know. Uh, tonight we're diving down the, uh, the true taking, crime. Yes, we're taking a trip down the true crime. Also road. slightly culty. The cult true crime, which I did see the title, so yes, I like it. Yes, but like Travis has said, and Gregory has mentioned in the chat, we have not. Oh. What? Oh, go ahead, because I was going to lead off because mine is okay. We less have, exciting. We have not been here for a while. About three weeks. Has it been three weeks? It's the fifteenth. We haven't done that one since. True. Before right. Christmas, right? That is true. You know, with the holidays. Or right after Christmas? Uh, I think so. Yes. Or right. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. But we are back for a new year. Another eventful new year. New year, new us. Okay, what do you got? Well, I was going to say, my reasoning, it's not really reason because I would have done it anyway, done the show anyway, but mm -hmm. there was Christmas and New Year's. Yes. And then... I've basically been sick since Christmas. That is true. You have been sniffling. Like So apologies ahead of time. I will probably have to clear my throat a couple times during this recording. Yes. Please it's don't okay. judge me. It's or okay. Do. They will not care for those listening. So yes, holidays, New Year's, sickness, and then Phil's got the fucking kicker of the I whole win. goddamn situation of why I... we missed a little bit of time. Uh, Gregory, you will find out right now. Um, apparently, Travis, if you listen to this podcast or watch us on YouTube, you know Travis likes to talk about how old I am. Apparently, old Papa Phil here, Antique Phil here, Elderly Phil here, AARP member Phil here. Well, let's preface this. Let's, let's, let's drop the icing on top. The cake is Phil was hospitalized briefly. Yes, I. There's the cupcake, and we will now. We, he will now, in his own time, frost your cupcake. Um, Monday morning, I was rushed to the ER. Yes, because Phil, in his old ass ways, had a fucking stroke. <laughs> Phil had a stroke. I had a fucking stroke. It's not funny. It's just fun, like because we make we like. Oh, I'm gonna fucking stroke out. Like the joke gets made so much. The fact that it happened to you is not funny. Yes, but 
Phil had a fucking stroke. I, my 50-year-old ass had a stroke. Dude, I know 50's not been good to you, and 2023 can suck my dick. I mean, but thank God I'm fine. Everything works. So if... I, See, now I have a legitimate reason when I stumble on my words on this podcast and Travis likes to make fun of me. It's because he had a fucking stroke. I'm just going to say, I had a stroke, dude. I, you know, I have brain damage. That's also why he now has high visibility basketball shorts that he bought after he got yes, to the hospital. Because I'm afraid I'm going to you know, have a moment and get lost. That way I don't hit by a car. It. Well, it was, it, was, it was interesting, though. It was, it was kind of a shit show because you text me just, and just said... I'm in the emergency ER just to let you know. I don't know how long I'll be here. I'm at work. It's like 9.30 maybe when you text me. Yeah. And like my manager just kind of looked at me. He's like fucking Jorge looked at me. He was like, what's wrong? I was like, Phil might have had a stroke. Well, I will say. I'm going to go call him. I will say if you want fast service in an ER, present present with stroke symptoms. Mm. You're fast-tracked. I've never been in an ER. Did you just my... hold up the jelly arm? Like, well, they said, "What's wrong?" I said, "This." Take my hand, <laughs> boss. My hand is not working, and they rushed me. Oh, I'm sure. And then, I mean, within two minutes, they, I, I'll give them credit though. When I went in with my diverticulitis, I was back there real. Like, I told them my symptoms, and they fucking had me in a chair and rolling back there within I mean, two minutes. I went, checked in, told them my symptoms. She said, "Okay, take a seat." I sat down, picked up my phone, and. Was it? Yeah. They came and got me. And within two minutes. Well, because, yeah, I mean, it's a stroke or heart attack. Right. Within, you would, I mean, off rip, just knowing that. Within two minutes, I had three nurses in there, a dude putting stickers on me for the EKG. And they were doing, you know, all kind of verbal tests. Uh huh. Where are you at? What's your name? What well, you, you can't fucking talk anyway. <laughs> they said, What year? I said, Well, that's kind of a trick question. It's actually 2023, but I guarantee if you want me to write, write it down, I'm going to put 2022. I guarantee. Oh, 100%. I, I have not fucked up a single check writing checks at work since 2023. Really? Not one. Damn. I know. You're getting good. See, I only have to worry about the checks because when I date product, it's just the month and the day. Because one would hope that it gets to the fucking same year. Yes. But then they, I had my cat scanned. <laughs> a little Varsity Blues reference there. Bub. And then they put my big ass old ass in an MRI machine. Oh my god, I still hate those. I've had three or four in my day. Star. Yeah. Star. Star. Now Star. they strap, which they never did before. They strap your head in, and you got this weird thing over, and you just like squares. I'm like, you suck. And then she said, you want headphones? I said, sure, give me some headphones. And for half of it, nothing was playing. Dude, I told you about my fucking when they did kind of did that shit to me when I had to go back in for a. uh Whatever they call it, where they they put dye down my drainage tube that was in my stomach to track my digestive system to see how everything was going, right. and I went in there for that. And I'm in like the hospital room, like the one you or the surgical room that you see in like the fucking movies. Everything's stainless and it's kind of daunting as fuck. And the guys, since it's they're using the radiation, they fucking are in the other room. And before he walks out, the guy's like, "You like music or what? What do you like to listen to?" I was like, "Whatever, man. As long as it's not just silent." And he puts on music and then he goes in the room and like the second song to play is Hurt by Johnny Cash. So I'm just laying in a stainless steel fucking room with lights on me. I can't move. And all I can hear is, I hurt myself today. And I'm like, dude, next time you do this to somebody, take that song off the fucking playlist. It's like, 
bad. Well, let me start my my day. Monday, I woke up. This and I'm leading that to a was story. The first fucking problem. Leading to a story. You know, I thought I slept on my arm. You know how your arm goes to sleep. I do it all the time. And that's what I thought. So five minutes later, it was still. And I'm trying to get dressed. I'm whatever. Before you go try to get dressed, you you tried to give yourself the stranger, didn't you? <sighs> oh. It, this is say I'm glad it wasn't my right hand because if my left hand went numb, if it was my right hand, my sex life would have been screwed. I might as well went, become a priest. <laughs> no, I, it's like you do it fine with this one, then they're like, now the left hand for teaching purposes. <laughs> no, but so I, you know, as I couldn't, I could, I thought I was gonna have to wake you up. Yell back to your room. Say, "Hey, I need some. I need help." But which on it, I just thought of that. I didn't even think about this until you just said that. Well, Why the fuck didn't you wake me up? Well, because I wasn't that concerned about it. But I couldn't even. Yeah, but, but when you still can't feel your arm when you leave for work, I had about because I know how much how much time there is between you waking up and you going to right. work. There's usually about an hour. Uh, forty five minutes. Yeah. Either way, like your your shit didn't come in in that time. Why you should have woke me up? I had about this much movement. I, I know people listening can't see, but this is about how much movement I had. You know, like a thirteen-year-old kid grabbing a booby. Yeah, the or first if time. I had a five-inch diameter penis, mm. I worked well. No, but I couldn't butt my pants because my jeans were a little tight. Yeah, you would have been I wearing st- shorts if I had, if you would woke me up to take you to the hospital because I am butting your pants. Oh, I didn't go straight to the hospital. I know. I've gained holiday. You're like fucking me. <laughs> I gained holiday weight, so I was wearing a tighter pair of jeans. <laughs> couldn't get them freaking buttoned, so I had to take those off. I'm, at this point, I'm starting to get pissed because i can't get dressed yeah so i get another pair of jeans that are a little bit looser i finally get them buttoned putting the belt on was a clusterfuck so i say you know what i'm frustrated i get to work and so frustrating by the time i get to work i couldn't even move my hand i had no movement in my hand at all mm-hmm. so the boss says uh let's go to the er i said and here's my dumbass. i said he said you want me to take you i said no nah, i'll drive i'm good so I drove myself to the ER, get in the ER, you know, they come in, they tell me, take your shirt off, because they, mm. got, they got to put, I say, ooh, my kind of party, baby. They start putting, you know, they got to put all kinds of stickers on you for your EKG yeah. chip. Leave my jeans on. So I go get the cat scan. Well, I mean, yeah, that's your first red flag. If you go in and you're like, I, I keep, I'm having some trouble with my left arm, they'll be like, hmm, that's a sign of a heart attack or stroke. Take your pants off. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of party. Because no. if you had a heart attack, I'm going to give you a stroke. So they take me to get a, get my cat scanned. We're just going to keep riding that train, huh? Fuck, I love that. That might be one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite movies, even though I didn't get no Percocet. Again, for anybody tuning in late, I'm still kind of sick. Well, I don't even want to say sick. I'm draining. So I get like, I get the cat scan. Uh, they take me back. They're kind of... Then they order an MRI. Mm. Now we're, and my nurse, the one nurse that was kind of in charge of me or the main nurse in, that was helping me, pretty fucking hot from what I could tell with a mask. What was his name? <laughs> That's funny. There's another joke about that. You didn't that. know that one was coming. Uh, but she was. She, Unlike the stroke. She was kind of hot. So yeah. I was good. So she's wheeling. Was she me. a nice lady. Yeah, she was young. She was probably in her mid to late twenties, fresh Excellent. out. You know, so she was wheeling me to get my MRI, and then I have keys. In my, I still have my keys in my pocket. Yeah, 
I and I go, am I all right? She goes, oh, I said, well, here you're gonna need these. Yeah, it'd probably be a good call. And then she said, oh crap, I forgot to have you take your pants, your jeans off. Mm. So I'm sitting there. I said, okay, yeah, well. there we go. And now we're talking, baby. So I went, I stand up, get off the bed, and take, I said, oh, and I looked at her. I said, uh oh. She goes, what? I said, I picked the wrong day to forget to put on underwear. <laughs> and she started laughing. I was like, well. We're going to get real close here real quick, sweetheart. Don't laugh, whatever you do. Is it cheating if I put Miss Universe 2022 hashtag on this link on Twitter? I don't give a shit. I don't either. Fucking what are they going to do? Damn it. As long as it's not like, like apparently hashtag plane crash is trending right now. So I'm assuming something bad happened. Now, if I put that on here, that would, that would be, be mean. So we get my MRI and the ER doctor, God love him. He was, a, he comes in. He tells me, okay, you might have had a stroke, possible, you know, uh, well, he used You might have had a stroke, but or stop being just, a fucking pussy and get out of my hospital. Or you just could have a, you know, a n- nerve compression type situation going on. I said, cool. He said, the MRI will tell us. So about an hour, hour and a half later, he comes back in. And this is how he delivers the message to me. And I, I this is about when. I haven't heard this. I'm really looking forward to it. This is about when I sent, I, before he came in, I sent you the message where I said, I don't know what I'm doing. or yeah. doing, I think I might have had a stroke or whatever. They say, we're, or I'm getting checked out. So he comes in and says, uh, MRI's in. I looked at your MRI. You had a stroke. And walks the fuck out. I'm like, dude, I might have a few questions here. I'm just asking. Right. Like, you had a stroke. It just walks out. What do I do? Die? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, I have to say that's an intensely personal decision at this point, no, sir. No, that's right. He said, we're going to admit you, you had a stroke. And pretty much walks the fuck out. Nice. I'm like, fuck yeah. Obviously, you skipped a bedside manner day of medical school because that was shitty delivery. You at least could have buttered me up a little, rubbed rubbed the sphincter or something, talked dirty to me. I mean, Jesus, kids. Anyway, so, but I'm fine. Hands come back. I can jack off now. People like Phil. People showed up to the hospital. I was there twice in one day. Yes, you and were. And I wasn't there the most. And he brought me a code red. I wow. did. I slid in that room real slick. I wore the, I wore the perfect jacket that day because I go through... Like nothing. I'm all friendly with the lady at the front desk because I got her out of a staff meeting to let me in. And then they buzz me in and some fucking fat dude with a stethoscope was standing there and just kind of staring at me. I was like, did they open it for me or for you? And he was like, both. And I was like, all right, Barney, move. I'm just assuming that's your fucking name. Slide in the room. Phil starts talking to me. I go, Phil, shut your stupid stroke having mouth. You're not talking right anyway, cause stroke. Oh, and I slid out from that inside that hidden inside pocket. Boom, icy cold bottle of Code Red Mountain Dew. Boom, fresh pack of fucking spearmint Zen nicotine pouches. Yes, but uh, what was there was, you know, and the worst part of that whole thing before you got there, they took me to get an echocardiogram, which the stroke had nothing to do with my heart. My heart is, the ticker is good. Shocking. Like, and that's not even me being a dick, just like neither of us live. But both of us go to the gym. I don't know about, I would say, if I would say more than the average human now, Mm -hmm. but like the average human 10 years ago. But we still do not live very healthy lifestyles. We don't sleep enough. We drink too much. My drinking has been very good, I will say. We smoke, at all, so too much. Um, but we both. Pri- I probably have blood pressure too. Mine was cholesterol and 
a high blood pressure. And so a, shit diet. And apparently my cholesterol isn't that as bad Ow! as what they made it out to be. So I'm going to be fine. Happens. I'm going to live. But my cholesterol was just barely over what they want. But when I broke my back seven years ago, because I had to go to a neurologist the other day. Yeah. You know, my neurologist. And, uh, that's a, that's bra- a brain uh, doctor. Mazda, right? Yeah. Something like that. But uh, he said, well, in 2017, your cholesterol was like 117. And now it's like 81. I was like, well, they didn't, they never wanted me to be on cholesterol medicine before. What the fuck now? Anyway, but I'll be cool. I'm good. They <laughs> looked at you and said, dude, you're 50 now. Now they want me to go. I got to go to my. I'd be I'm, afraid to get my all my shit tested because I I've like I've been like a medical anomaly and like my family has its histories and its problems, and like other than diverticulitis, like my heart, my blood pressure was a little high there for a whole little while, but then I dropped I got I dropped it with some changes to my lifestyle and shit and like not diabetic yet yet um they uh but the all the tests weren't bad but I had to go get an echocardiogram which is basically an ultra, ultrasound of your heart i mean that bitch was looking for, thought i was pregnant i thought because she was fooled me i thought i figured you were gonna say it was a pokemon that was i mean she was getting aggressive with that shit i, I think she punctured her lung and fractured a rib i'm like she she was trying to annually put that freaking ultrasound whatever scanner up my ass i think but no but now i have to go to my primary doctor and being 50 you know what they're gonna say they're gonna stick their finger up your butt and then you're going to stick a video camera up it, too. You think? Oh, yeah. Mm. So I'm going to have to do all that shit. Literally. There, yeah. <laughs> so, and I, I, when I do the colonoscopy in the video, mm-hmm. I want a copy. Yeah. Oh, and while it's fresh on the mind, uh, we're going to have to do some stuff. I know there's some links to copy for, like, lay overlays on our videos or anything like that. Uh-huh. And I have, I don't know, I have to look in to see if we have to cut like an actual video or anything like that. But if you're interested in a energy drink mix powder, we're partnering up, check out dubby.com or go to dubby energy's website, get 10% off your fucking order with promo code GITN podcast. Oh shit. I do believe it's live. I think we will look into that. I have to. I'm awaiting my package currently. Uh, actual physical package coming? Oh yeah. I mean, I can't. Oh, that's right. We get some free shit too. No. I thought. I thought it said I we said, can eventually. Oh. Huh? But I can't. Like, we can't. I can't fucking be. Gotta I, get the product if I'm gonna fucking. I can't endorse pr- it. I can't promote anything unless I try it. Can you have caffeine like that? Oh yeah. I'm it's good. probably not that bad. I'm sure. Like this has more. This. Uh, a homemade concoction. I didn't think about that when I came on this. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's but, just nutrition facts. That's all I'm drinking. Yep, so I'm going to live. This will not be a solo podcast anytime soon. And if I do, I'm going to be stuffed and sit, they're just going to sit me right here. Fuck yeah. I saw a fucking st- a mounted bear at the antiques mall the other day. $3,000. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Like for the full mount, like the little the the terrain setup and all that shit. Yeah. Okay. Enough about my stroke. What are we covering today, Travis? 
Let's get Wait, started. should we we should also take a, a break for our, our advertisements. Okay, we'll take a break. Okay, so tonight we're talking about Marcus Wesson, which as I have his title here, the vampire vampire Jesus cult god. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A vampire Jesus cult guard. guard. Oh, shit. Are you sure it's fucking stroke, stroke, man? God damn it. Got you in the long run. It's one of those. It's like it's like those fucking blue and red Tylenols. It's a delayed reaction yes. stroke. Yes. <laughs> All right. Yes. We're talking about Marcus Wesson. Now, shall we get into this? Marcus right. Delon Wesson was born on August twenty second, nineteen forty six, in Kansas. I did not see this particular a specific city in Kansas. To the parents Benjamin and Carrie Wesson. Marcus was the oldest of four children born to his parents. Um, he was relay, relayed. Are you stroking out too? Fuck you, probably. <laughs> God damn it! What's going on here? That wasn't even a joke. But it worked. Uh, no, Marcus was raised by his religious fanatic mother, who was part of the Seventh Day Adventist Church. We've heard that name come up once or twice before, David Koresh. So his mother would actually teach Bible study and have prayer sessions with her children every day, and this would last for multiple hours at a time. Fun stuff. And if the kids acted up or bucked their religious system in any way, they would be beaten oftentimes with a what could be likened to like a uh, extension cord. Nice. Yeah. Those hurt. They do. Especially if they Wire get the, hangers. The plug-in. Anyway, now his father, Benjamin Wesson, was an abusive alcoholic who could not keep a job to save his fucking life. Uh, his dad would physically and sexually abuse his children while they were growing up. His father also had a long-term homosexual affair with his male cousin and would end up abandoning his family to run away with said cousin. Incest homosexuality. Do you don't hear much of that? Homosincest. Nice. You heard it. That We're sounds like a, that phrase. That sounds like the secondary part of a fucking uh, scientific name for an animal. <laughs> this is this is Optioporix homosincest. But yes, so this guy was banging his dude cousin. And left his family. <laughs> hey. Like, do you, what kind of fucking issues does that put in a small child's head? Oh, yeah. yeah we, we, have, got a, we got some new, we got some cool stuff in the works. Yes, we do. Um, Quick cut. Gregory's asking questions in the chat. We will clarify these things later. I still have to look into I don't know if we have to do like a whole promo or what. I don't know how it works exactly. I have to read the fine print. But we do have a promo code. So, yeah, he was fucking his dude cousin and awesome. was like, oh, my loving, adoring family, who I also sexually abuse and beat anyway, 
Fuck you guys. I'm out. Deuces. I gotta go get milk. Go get Butterfingers. I gotta go get milk and Butterfingers. Dude, I was so fucking mad. I stopped at the store to get you those couple bags of chips when you were in the hospital when I brought you some yeah. supplies. I was so fucking pissed. I got halfway to the hospital for after stopping at the corner store, and I was like, God damn it, why didn't I fucking get a Butterfinger? I was so mad, dude. I'd be like, now that you've had a stroke, you can finally have the Butterfinger you've been longing for, for since your childhood. Uh, I was talking to somebody on the phone when I first got to the uh, uh, admitted to the room, and the person I was talking to, I said, I hope my nurse is hot as hell. We'll find out. Dude. I, and he comes in, and then the other that person called me back. She goes, well, how, how hot's your nurse? I said, Scott's not very hot. He's about an eight. I don't know. I saw him. Oh, if I was a girl, I'd probably tap him. I would let him tap me. I guess that would be a better. If I was a girl. You never know. He 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 looked like he might be into some pegging here and there, if the money's right. Hey. Oh, we should say Three one nothing th- Cincinnati. Travis was the hit of the hospital. Oh, God, yeah. I'll post the pictures on We're Instagram now that it's out there. Anybody that's been to the hospital, we'll get back to the vampire cult leader. King or whatever. Let's skip ahead about two minutes. Uh, you know, the boards where they have instructions or, you know, shit like that. So Travis, being the fun-loving self that he was, decided he's going to take it upon himself and use the marker. The dry, It's a dry erase board, you know. Use the marker and start commenting. Would you like me to read it Go out? Ahead, I have it. the pictures. I'll post them on Instagram now that the, the, new, the big news has been out. Um, my first, my favorite part is the fact that in the corner I, I wrote nice lavender yes. with an arrow because there was a massive fucking scenic picture of lavender in a pond next on the it wall. It was very soothing to me. It got me through the hard times. It really was. So let's go through this. Uh, I will not read. I will blur out the name of the establishment and the nurse's names before I post these. Um, patient preferences. What is most important to you today? My answer for that was less strokes. Um, patient slash family questions for my doctor. My question for the doctor was, does the bill go up if you break the seal on the toilet? Valid question. (laughs) Under discharge plan, I said, see patient preferences. Which would be? I.e. less strokes. And goals for today was to solve the John Bonet Ramsey case. And I must say, every shift change, the nurses laughed because I was like, I hope, I wonder how, what kind of sense of humor these It was, yeah, I knew it was either going to be a hit or they were going to be like, that's not funny. I think one even took a picture. Fuck yeah. But uh, my male nurse, Scott, who was the day shift nurse, mm. he was up there looking at it and there was an actual doctor and they're talking to me <laughs> and he actually interrupted the doctor said, didn't they, don't they have a good sus- uh, suspect for the John Benet Ramsey case? I said, Really, dude? We're talking about my stroke and your... Yeah, the doctor's like, you got about two and a half weeks. <laughs> and he's like, ha! All right. All right, let's get back. Well, we will post that picture on Instagram. Yeah, I got it. I got them both still. <coughs> Excuse me. So, again, recap. Uh, abusive Seventh-day Adventist parents, sexually abusive alcoholic dad, can't keep a job, left the family for his... Gay relationship with his cousin. Was it first cousin or second cousin? I don't. I didn't find okay. those details. Because I've gotten this debate with somebody not too long ago. First, Just to clarify, 
here at the GITN podcast, we are all inclusive and loving. It's not the it's not the homosexual part of the relationship that bothers me. It's the incest. <laughs> but, In case you were wondering, now if anybody out there is okay with the incest and not okay with the gay part. One, you're kind of a dick. Two, send us an email. I'd love to talk about it and pick your stupid little brain. I was, but we we're talking about cousins and incest. I'm like, yeah, first cousins, not good, not a good idea. Second cousins, pushing it. Uh, it's it's a little because I think we all know the big one is brother sister. You don't want just stay away from that. Just stay away, like immediate family in general. Actually, let's just let's just blanket this. Don't fuck your family members, just well, in general. I'm, but there's a scientific. This is there's some scientific shit going on here. First cousins, you're about twenty five percent, I believe. Go ahead, Mister Born in West Virginia. Share DNA. Second cousins, I think it's like twelve. And each family tree. Limb, it gets a little bit less. You're less likely to have a kid with, you know, you're just you're just eyes. you're just rapidly throwing buckets of water out of the gene pool. So a third or fourth cousins, basically, I think you're cool. I think you're good to go. I mean, technically, genetically, I'm sure. Yeah, but like I just still don't know if I could get past it. I don't think I've ever met third or fourth cousins. I know my best friend growing up. He moved to Kentucky when his grandfather passed away, and. uh like the first girl that he met, they like hung out and stuff. This is like junior high, and he like give kiss. It was like his second cousin. I was like, "Welcome to Kentucky." Stick it down, 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 down. But I don't. I mean, I <coughs> I have two first cousins that I know of from one side. The other side, I don't think there's anything that about. you've knocked off the list, or no? Okay. Second cousins, I'm not sure. I'm sure I've met a few over the course of my fifty years. I don't even know, like, because isn't there, like, two or three different ways that you could be classified as a second cousin to somebody? Like, there is a one that I, I was pretty close to. I don't know. I think they were second cousins to my mother, so I don't know what that makes me. I don't know what. Phil? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, so I don't know. know. It's whatever. All right, let's continue. Let's get off incest and go right back okay. to vampire cults. So, now... <laughs> Marcus's father, Benjamin, actually left with his for his incestuous homosexual affair with his cousin for like 10 years and then just came back and just tried. Basically, from my understanding, it was just like, what's up, guys? Like, just nothing fucking. Hey, hey, how you doing? You got big. How pissed was his wife? Didn't really see much about that. You got left for a man, not just a man. A cousin. Yeah, one that's directly that's related. Be, that's got to be a little depressing, I would think. I mean... Got to be a hit up to the old ego. Well, yeah, but she was part of the Seventh-day Adventist church. She doesn't have an ego. Oh, that's true. Okay, good. Sure. Her ego is the love and the light of the Lord. Yes. You know, that's what I was talking to somebody today. I think I found Jesus. I think the stroke is, I think I'm going to become very religious. Did you pick him up in front of Home Depot? Oh, God. I tried to hold on to it so hard. I couldn't help it. I think Ghost in the Night, Paranormal, and True Crime Podcast might turn into Bible study. Really? Now, when you say Bible study, do you mean more apt to Bible babble with Dave no, Namapod from we're going the Necronomapod uh, Patreon? We're going to take it serious. Shout out Necronomapod. We're going to take it serious. We're going to have, I think Sundays we're going to do Bible study. I will be in my room for that. 
I will wear the lapel mic and and podcast remotely for that. Bullshit. No, we. Oh, I did find we can get uh like an eight foot tall fucking metal cutout of Bigfoot for like a hundred bucks at that fucking antique mall. Sweet. You can get a six foot tall one for like seventy. Ooh, I got a bunch of Bigfoot signs up there. They're kind of cool. One of them's like Bigfoot walking, like holding up the the rock and roll, and he's got like a fucking flying V guitar in the other hand. Sweet. Yeah, that fucking that fucking place. Have you been there? That goddamn Fairfield nope. Antiques no, Mall. Never been to one. It's that massive. One. Massive. They have megalodon teeth. I was like, oh, I want one. We'll do it anyway. <laughs> um. So let's jump forward just a little bit to the early 1960s which is when the family moved to San Bernardino, California, where Marcus would be teased for dressing. He was he dressed formally. Like he would wear a button-down shirt, very often a jacket, slacks so he, to school. So he's picked on a lot. Yeah, so he looked like a fucking he looked like he rode mountain bikes with stupid Walmart helmets and tried to tell you about Jesus, Jesus Christ, Christ and the Latter-day Saints. Yes. So because it was the 60s in San Bernardino, California, I'd imagine everybody was wearing Birkenstocks and sucking each other's dicks. So, you well, know. Well, he would have fit right in. His yeah, dad, his, his dad, dad would have fit, fit right, right in. in. <laughs> Fuck. Flower power, all that shit, because California 60s, you know what I'm saying? He's going to school dressed like a fucking baby preacher, looking like Jim Jones' African-American stepchild. Or just black. Everybody knows I just prefer the term black. Why? Because I've had multiple friends of dark complexion tell me I've never fucking been to Africa. Well, that's and I yeah. go, that's fair. You know the term. You know, the, you know how we we have white or Caucasian. They need a more scientific term for it, I think, because cracker. <laughs> well, that's you know who doesn't like a good cracker? Honky would make your mouth dry. <laughs> Peckerwood, but you know, but you have you have Caucasian for white as more of a scientific. I don't know; mm-hmm. it sounds more scientific. But African American does is very suggestive when you know doesn't mean they're from Africa. Well, and it's, especially considering like that everyone is every, like we technically all, we're all African. We are African American, yes. But, and then you have African Europeans, you have African Asians, yes, like Tiger Woods. But the term. Taka, 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 woods, y'all. But the term black is a little, I don't. It's just how you say I it. Don't, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, this is my black what? friend. You can't and like a, this fucking black guy over here. You can't say black with a hard K? What the fuck? Well, I mean, it's just like, it's just like, no, I feel it, like it's the same thing with Jews. Like, it, Jew is an accepted term, and you can be like, oh, yeah, the Jews went through this in the Holocaust. But you change up the, you change up the, the speech pattern a little bit. It goes from, oh, yeah, the, there's the Jews over here, and then it turns into the fucking Jews. <laughs> it's like that Bill Burr bit uh, with the uh, how black people uh, put the curse word after, but white people put the curse for curse word before. <laughs> and, you know, he goes, um, "How you know?" The black guy tells the story. This um, this Asian motherfucker. And then he goes, the white guy tells the same story. This says, motherfucking Asian. Motherfucking, yeah. No, he just says, this fucking Asian. And the guy goes, whoa, whoa. He goes, I, I, I said the same thing. I just preempted the fuck. That's fair. And I didn't even insinuate any fucking a mother. Anyway, but I do think black, if I was a, a person of color, I don't think I would like the term black either. 
See, I've met more. No, I've met more people that are that. that I've never met anybody harsh. that has an issue with any of it. But they're like African American, just doesn't like the. Like I've had a couple African American black ebony. I don't know, fucking Nubian <laughs> friends that are like they're like I can't even fucking tell you the last family member of mine that was lived in Africa actively. I'm like, yeah. So everybody's just American. We should just have shades. Dark American. Middle of the road American. This also makes me think of that fucking adorable TikTok. Have you seen the little girl? The, the mom, she's famous as fuck. The mom's making her like a fucking iced coffee or something like that. And like puts the cream and shit in there. And then she pulls the little mixer out. And the little girl's like, I love the brown. We like all the browns. And I saw this guy that stitched it. It's like, I think like an Indian or a Pakistani dude. And he was like, when we also love you, white child. <laughs> If you are ever in need of assistance, please sound the alarms and we ride at dawn. <laughs> I just think they should have a more clinical term, like Caucasian for white people. Or just go with what I go with, and more often than not, it's just like, dude. Yes. I just That's can't. a way easier way, way to do it. Instead of classifying by color, just that dude right there. Not, no, not that, that well, one. Well, you got to watch that because you know, they might not. See, I call everybody dude or bro or or not bro, but what's up, guys? I'm, it's not gender specific. <laughs> fucker, like I'm just gonna start calling everybody motherfucker. What's up, motherfucker? That's because we've all fucked a mother at one time. How do you male get the name motherfucker Jones? That's true. Everybody's fucked a <laughs> mother, male and female. Everybody experimented in college at one time. Mm. I meant the female version. Right. Anyway. Back to the story. Back to the story. So Marcus got bullied all throughout his time in school without, but he didn't act out towards any of the kids. A little pussy. A little. He was like candy ass. Like what what his dad was allergic to. So he actually stayed on the straight and narrow, narrow, narrow for the most part in school. Didn't do bad. Pretty clean cut. Clean. I am going to fucking have a stroke. God damn it. You jinxed it, you son of a bitch. Anyway. I've been he fairly stayed, good so far. He kept a clean cut military haircut. He sang in the choir. He loved trains. Like he loved to watch the freight trains go by, which I know was like much more popular back in the day when you didn't have fucking TVs and shit or money. You, you got to find shit to do. Yeah. Um, And he had a lot of model trains. Like just, he was a train guy. Like the other kid from TikTok. He said, I'm just a guy who... He loves eating clams. I'm a clam man. And I was like, same, little buddy. Same. But anyway, uh, he also <laughs> would play a game where he would pretend to be a preacher, which a lot of people say it's just because he liked to be the center of attention. Okay. You mix that with the Seventh-day Adventist crazy mom. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like, what else are you going to do? Like, you're going to make up some other, you're going to, oh, we're going to play Transformers, devil. Or, you know, porn star. Mm. Play doctor. You can play both sides of the field on that one. Yes, you can. It depends on which parent you play with. Speaking of insects, I'll go. I'm just joking. Go ahead. Continue. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <clears throat> Excuse me. Although he did, he wasn't like a troublemaker or anything. That he did not do that very that well while he was in high school. As in academically. Yes, he did. He was known for having really big vocabulary and being, being very eloquent, if you will. He was a good talker. But was he one of those types that read a, a word every day but then used it wrong? 
tried to. Not, use. No, from what okay. I understand, like he was a good talker. He 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 was he had the gift of gab. Because we will. all met those people that had a word of the day calendar, <laughs> and we're just throwing out words that really, dude. Come on, now. yeah. Now that being said, like and share the video. That being said, he did end up flunking and dropping. Well, I don't want to say I don't know if he technically flunked out of high school, but he did drop out of high school. So after dropping out of high school, Marcus joined the Army and served from 1966 to 1968 as an ambulance driver in Europe. Nice. Pretty cool. Fuck Drive yeah. on the wrong side of the road. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah today! I wish I remembered that TikTok guy's name. That, fucking, that shit was hilarious. Excuse me. Again, I'm still a little sick. I apologize for sniffling or coughing. Now, he left the military with an honorable discharge and moved out to uh, San Jose, California. And we'll pretty much stay in California for the most part for the rest of this. Now, Marcus moved in and started a relationship with an older woman named Rosemary Solario, who already had eight children from her previous marriage. Well, that's a lot to deal with. They're just walking out at that point. Obviously, she likes to fuck, but... I ain't touching the sides. Dude, like literally like she's just walking down the street and kids are falling out of her cooter like like those strawberry candies falling out of your grandma's fucking purse at church. Yes. And she's going, be quiet now. That's... The man's going to tell you about how he doesn't want to touch your butt. Those female parts are wide as hell. They're not even female parts. Right? Like, like it's like. It's like the fucking vat that they make hot dogs in before they spray it out at the end of the shift. Like okay. a, just a cavernous thing with some meat on it. Not really sure what kind of meat. You just kind of go after with it. after two. Let's just go ahead and do a C section. You got like a fucking reading lamp for the kid up there. <laughs> for that after that eighth kid, it's just a slip and slide. Yeah. Now, surprisingly, due to his childhood, <coughs> excuse me, the neighbors of this couple remembered Marcus as actually being a very friendly and nice guy who spent a lot of time with Rosemary's children. Rosemary's baby. I was about ready to make In particular. Now, in 1971, Rosemary gave birth to Marcus's first son named Adair. They followed that up with their daughter, A Truth. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you guys. Now, Rosemary's adult daughter, who was addicted to drugs... At this time, also let her seven left her seven kids with her mother and Marcus Wesson because she was unable to care for them. So that's now what fifteen children. Yes, in this household. So a lot of kids. By 1974, Marcus started to spend more time with Rosemary's eight-year-old daughter Elizabeth. Oh, here we go. Yes. By the time that Elizabeth was twelve, Marcus had started molesting her. Of course he did. Which Rosemary didn't give a shit about. Mom didn't give a shit about her boyfriend or husband molesting her 12-year-old daughter. Great. Awesome. You know how much she cared? How much? She only asked that Marcus wait until Elizabeth was 15 when Elizabeth would be old enough to consent to marriage. That was the only request she had. You know... I was thinking about this the other day, you know, and I forget what we were talking about. Like my great grandma or something like that got married like 14 or 13 yeah. or whatever. What? I don't, 
I couldn't imagine if I was 22, 23, 24, whatever. This is like this is almost the 80s. This is like 77 or something like that. Like this is almost the 80s. Or 78 maybe. What could you possibly talk to a 14, 15 year old about? Right. I mean, does Polly Pocket pay fucking taxes? I mean, I'm 50 and I can barely talk to you and you're what, 32? 33. 33, yes. I mean, there's very few people in their 20s I can talk to. And not go, oh my God, you're stressed. Yeah, but there's, I be, let's be honest, there's just as many people in your age group that talk to me that I'm like, what? That's true. The only well, problem is the people in your age group think they know stuff. And then when they say it and with like just such conviction, and you're like, no, that's just wrong. You know, now I just thought, you know how I, when I'm sitting at the bar, I don't like to talk to people, right? Mm-hmm. And I get a little frustrated. People are in, start talking to me. Yeah. Now I can just start drooling and fucking babbling because he had a stroke he had a stroke ignore him they won't talk to me anymore. i didn't even think about that that's fucking genius i could use this to my advantage that was a genius now when elizabeth was 15 years old marcus told her that the lord chose her to be his wife and that she belonged to him in the little flashback real quick marcus got elizabeth pregnant at 14 married her at 15 and she gave birth to his second son dorian Nice. Yes. Sounds like a great American family. Yes. Let me tell you, just fucking bang up job by this family being human beings. Now, within the household, the family lived on two levels in the house. Marcus and Elizabeth on one level and Rosemary and his son Adair and I guess the other 13 kids. (laughs) Just fuck off, Rosemary. This is your job now, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> like how how does that how does that not turn into an argument? Here's what's gonna happen. So me and your fifteen year old daughter, who is the mother of my child, that I'm I am bound to, although I am still bound to you as well. We shall take dwelling upon the first floor. You and my adored son, Adair. Interesting name, hey? Yes. You're welcome. I have blessed you with him. I gave you my seed. Now you will take him. And you will take the other 13 fucking kids and you will fuck off upstairs and not talk to me unless I need fucking a cup of sugar or a babysitter for your daughter and my child. I know one thing. Christmas time at that house must have sucked. I just have a bucket. A, got a lot of fucking presents to buy. B, the the newborn is, what what would that be? Sister slash cousin slash aunt. I don't, or there's a lot. I can't even, it goes pretty. Hold on. I'm, I'm, let me see. Which one are we talking about? I can't even do the math on that. And math is hard. Um, Go ahead and keep talking. Oh, we can cut this out. What are we? We're, at? we're not cutting shit out. We are rolling. I'm just saying because I, I, I meant I, I wanted. I, I couldn't find one, but I know it. Uh, you know what would have been cooler if I would have had the stroke on air. Uh, that I would have been pissed because we still wouldn't have gotten any views. You, um, what are you trying? What are you looking up? What are you trying to do? The technical term for relations of all these kids. When you know the uh, father or the husband knocks up one of the stepdaughters I'm a- well i have it for some of them you know that reminds me st- s- the whole pornhub stepdaughter fucking porn shit why is that a i'm stuck weird? in the fucking thing 
That's a little weird, don't you think? Yeah. That's kind of, okay. but it's big, apparently. It's huge. It's I, I don't understand it. Or okay, stepmother so. porn. God. For one, I've never seen a stepmother that hot as you see on the. It's false. So it would be which one are we talking about? Are we talking about the one that he impregnated? Yeah, the fifteen-year-old. So that would be his daughter wife. Daughter wife, and the kid would be. His well, no, that would be his stepdaughter wife because it was stepdaughter Rosemary's wife, daughter, and his baby would be his daughter son, whatever. And step grandchild, step grandson, son slash son. Yes, grandson slash son. We're, we're going to have another fucking stroke trying to figure all this Jesus shit out. Christ, God damn it. My brain doesn't work. I have brain damage now. <laughs> yeah. So, again, two-level house. Old wife, fuck off with 13 kids upstairs. And New wife, you and me, babe. I'm taking the young and we're going downstairs. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth birthed four of Marcus's kids by the end of the 70s. The, Elizabeth is the, the 15-year-old or whatever. Yes. Okay. Well, not at this point. But yes. So he was... She... She birthed 10 children of his by the time she was like 26 or 27. Nine lived. Um, what was it? 10 of their kids, 10 kids, nine of them lived. Um, the or the one who passed away was a son named Donovan who died at six months old of uh spinal meningitis. 10 fucking kids. So, what before we, 30? We're up to what 25, 26 kids now in that household, or 25. I don't want more than three dogs, and you want well in in and out because the, the not all of the older kids are here throughout all of this, right? But still, that I so don't, I don't know exactly at this point. I would think I'd quit having sex. Yeah. So he also told Rosemary that himself and Elizabeth were leaving, and Rosemary was given the choice of keeping the family van or their son, Adair. She chose to keep the kid. And give old fuckface Magoo the van, which that's like the only good parental decision that's been made in this fucking <laughs> yes. story so far. Oh, well, it depends on what kind of van it was. If it's a conversion, I saw a fucking dually conversion van the oh, other day. It was that's sick. White trash out the ass. I was like, man, raise hell, praise Dale. <laughs> I, I've always wanted one of those old 70s conversion vans with the With wizard, like a fucking wiz- the warrior or wizard fucking pin. dragon lady with her fucking tits I, out on the side. I like the one with the wizard where you had- Where the, he's holding the, the bubble, bubble window. window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm getting fucking one. the shagging wagon. I'm getting one of those and have carpet wall to wall, baby. Yeah. Um, so again- And a lot, of can, a lot of butterfingers. Let's mix this one up again. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Mix things up again. Okay. In 1986, Elizabeth's sister, okay. the the child bride, she couldn't take care of her kids anymore, so she asked them to take her kids. I do not have an exact number on how many that was. So, at this point, now their niece, some nieces and nephews, would go to live a new life with Marcus and their family. Terrible fucking idea. But she doesn't know that. You would th- actually, she maybe did. She did because apparently nobody in this story gives a fuck about children. Well, I'm sure unless they... they're trying to marry them or molest them. Were they getting government checks from for them? We're gonna get to that. Okay, but wait, there's more. That seems like a good fucking living. I believe it's ten nothing Bengals. Um, Marcus started molesting his niece Ruby at oh. just eight years old. Shocker! Exactly how he did with Elizabeth. 
He told Ruby that this was the way that a father showed affection to his daughter. So he's literally grooming these these young girls. And I know that's a bad term, but there is no other term we for could that. could be getting kicked off YouTube right now. Just brainwashing. The, there's no other term for that. No, it is. Yeah, like it's just, he's just brainwashing the fuck out of them. And I'm, I, not, I'm not condoning it. Just like David Koresh groomed yes. all those. Like, yes, followers. you yes. can marry this woman inside of this group. As long as I'm the only one fucking her. I tell you Look what. Look at my mullet. Listen to my guitar lick. If you have a problem getting laid by the opposite sex, start a cult. Start a cult. Oh, shit. They missed the extra point. Nine nothing. Unless they kicked two field goals. I don't Obviously, know. I'm not paying that much McPherson attention. It wasn't money on that one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't really. I'll be honest. I don't really give a fuck until tomorrow night. So, yes, he's he's just brainwashing these young young girls into being his sex slaves whatever the fuck you want to call them so he that leads us to him starting the ritual if you will of quote loving with all the young girls in the house which on average started around the age of eight to and in his eyes he was teaching them about sexuality so that they could be better women and learn to please their future husbands. Oh, it was educational. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, okay. He was just it's teaching fine. How... It's just like it's just like priests. Oh, but fucking you... small boys. Why'd you bury the lead? Lead it. Let's start with that. I was you really would, yeah. I know. Was like, a piece of fucking like shit. Fucking just, it's that's it. Case the closed. Episode's over, you guys. Like, duh. It was okay. It's fine. It's fine. I'm doing it for educational purposes. Fucking cockbag. Jackass. Now, part of the reason that he got away with this fucked up shit was because the kids didn't go anywhere. They were homeschooled. They didn't go to the doctor. They didn't fucking go anywhere. Shit, they would have been better off going to public school. They have less... Kids in a classroom. They would have been better off going to the public school that Morgan Freeman taught at in fucking uh, uh, Lean on Me. <laughs> oh, that I mean, because we're Guns getting what, definitely striking. We're us. getting what close to thirty kids. That's a normal public school well, fucking classroom. Like I said, my I don't know when who left when because there were kids that left because <laughs> they aged out. If I mean, you will, Marcus, I guess. Oh, she's eighteen. Not hot anymore. Get the fuck out I of mean, my house. Marcus's curriculum was a little heavy on the sex ed and health. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, not reading, the health. He was a big fat fuck. Reading, writing, and arithmetic was kind of low on the yeah, scale. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not 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 the health though. He's a big fat fuck with like just a mane of dreadlocks. Which the dreadlocks kind of cool. If I had hair, Buffalo soldier. <laughs> uh, so. The other kid, the older kids in this whole story were charged with the task of attempting to teach their younger siblings. And sometimes these lessons on a daily basis would consist of shit like coloring or drawing pictures, which that's great for a five year old. But when you've got a 14 year old girl sitting there slobbering on her chest, like fucking head butting a crayon into her left ear up against the fucking desk, and you're like, "That's a really pretty dandelion, Margaret." We're not learning anything. Just call it quits. Don't even call it homeschool. Just fucking go stand in the corner and eat sand. Probably be better than the life they're going to end up leading. We'll get into that. We'll and dive finger, down that rabbit hole. Print or finger paint with shit. We've all been there. 
I've been to a few bathrooms that somebody tried that. Right. Now, we're going back to something that you already touched on. Some of the girls, specifically, never learned how to read or write. They were never taught. Did uh, Nobody once made a phone call to, I don't know, child services on these people? That'll come up, too. Okay. Now, basically, these kids were just cut off from the outside world to such an extreme point that they're not even living a life of their own or for themselves at all, and they don't think that that's weird. That's just what they know. Well, they were being know. they were being made to live for their like fuck stick uncle, dad, cousin, grandpa, Marcus. Well, if the kids you know don't know any better, they think that's normal. Yeah, right. Which is fucked. Yeah. Now Marcus started to inundate the family with religion. But not Baptist or Catholic or even something as is Episcopalian. Not even something as is is outlandish as in some people's eyes as like a Scientology or something like that. Not even that. No, Marcus took bits and pieces from multiple different fundamentalist religions and concocted his own bullshit religion, through which he thought that you were to practice. He, oh, sorry, he taught. That you were to practice polygamy. Incest was acceptable. Check, check. We already got those two, bud. And that vampires not only existed, but were part of the religion, which he taught from a quote-unquote Bible you know, that he wrote himself by hand, of out, course. Out of that list of his religious doctrine that he's accumulating here, I really only have a problem with one thing. Polygamy. Yes. Who the fuck wants more than one wife? Not incest is fine. Polygamy is where I draw the line. Fuck. I can almost, I don't condone it, but I can kind of see incest. (laughs) I don't condone it by any stretch. You know, you can't, hey, you can't pick who you love. But polygamy in that situation. Polygamy? I've had one wife. Polygamy is the same thing. Polygamy is like, you just can't pick. I'll have them all. I had one wife. She was exhausting. She's not listening, so I can say that. Can you imagine the, their own? Can you imagine having two or three of them? They're like around? seventeen. The nagging that's going on. Fair enough. But the only good thing is when one has a headache, you can guarantee your least gonna, one of them is going to put out. <laughs> At least for the first year. After that, yeah, n- nobody's getting right. I guess. So yeah, uh, again, all this was from his handwritten Bible that he wrote himself. Yeah. Uh, He also taught the kids that Jesus was a vampire and that Marcus himself was the Messiah and proclaimed himself as a vampire god or a vampire king. He also would go on to be referred, or I'm sorry, went on to refer to himself and his sick, sad little family within it, at least, because we don't contact people from the outside. But he would be, he would come to be known by the family cult, the harem, as Jevam Mark Suspire. Four words, five, which is just a combination of Marcus, Jesus, and vampire. Jevam Mark Suspire. Okay, he was a little slow. Bless his heart. Like, Go I for mean, it, man. Not very creative. I will give him that. Not it's literally just the three words split up and like thrown together Scrabble style. 
Now, did you might get to this, and I apologize if you're going to come to this. Did he get anybody outside of his offspring to join this little? Just wait. Okay. Uh, and on top of that, he was he he was now to be referred to as master or lord by oh, the family. Quick question though. Uh, now Seven. in the the vampirism aspect of this. Um, we'll get into that. Um, okay, amazing. I will. Ex- I will explain why how vampires came into this. Okay. Again, like, did you catch the master or lord part? They had to call him master or lord from that point on. I get it. I would do that. Too. I mean, you might as well. You're doing all this other fuck shit. I can't see the problem with that. Now, all his daughters and nieces also received random ass vampire names, which I didn't fucking take the time to copy down because his vampire name was dumb enough already. I don't need to know the other 64,000 that he has for if all you, of his incest babies, this piece of shit. If you tell me any of their names were Edward and Bella, I'm getting up off this. I'm walking off this podcast Sookie. and going out and having another stroke. Yeah. <laughs> he, no. God damn it. He also taught them that to become immortal, one has to drink blood, and that the only thing that separated them as normal humans from vampires was the fact that they had souls and vampires did not. Now, his reasoning for connecting vampires and vampirism to religion okay. was it, it basically just communion, the blood of Christ, washing our sins away, being sacrificed for the greater good of humanity. That's pretty much where he turned, where he... He he flipped the he flipped the narrative towards vampires. He just took communion to the next level. Yeah, he made okay. communion um, a fifteen year old girl. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. That likes to read too much. Okay. Yeah. I mean, okay. Um, I have a question, though. Vampirism. Yes. We've all cut our finger, and what's the first thing you do? Oh, yeah. You... Tastes like pennies. Is that like vampire masturbation? Oh. Think about it. Hmm. Interesting. Ponder that. Put that... There's a cannibalism. Oh, that's a good point. Self-cannibalism. Self-cannibalism. There we go. All right. We're asking the hard-hitting questions here. Fuck you, 60 Fuck Minutes. CNN Fox News. Uh, now, the culmination of this whole cult bullshit, fuck you, Marcus situation, was teaching the family these things to prepare them for the end of times. That was oh, the of course. That was the blanket of this whole thing. As all religions, we got to talk end of times. Yes. Now, all the girls in the family were to be Marcus's wives in his mind. I already started checking that off the list. He started that early. Now, he was such an egotistical, batshit, fuck-off douchebag that he wrote a manuscript Excuse me, in, called In the Night of the Light for the Dark. That's not confusing yes. at all. And tried to get the book published, but was denied... By a company in New York because clearly he was fucking nuts. And assumingly, so was a stupid, dumb fucking book that he wrote. What year was this? 
This was in the 80s. So thank God it didn't happen like 2010. Or, it would have got published. Well, you could have self-published it. Yeah, all you had to do is tell you that his skin sparkled and <laughs> and you're off to the fucking races. Or tell somebody they're a wizard. I fu- I'm so mad that meme didn't do better that I posted. The Samuel L. Jackson Haggard. You're a wizard, motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Now, another method that he would use to keep the kids in line and help with the control he had over them was to regularly beat them with everything from his hands to extension cords to bats. And he even went as far as having a stick that he wrapped with, I believe it was duct tape, so that it would still hurt them, but it wouldn't leave any distinct marks. So he's a smart abuser. I guess. But on top of that, this punishment could come from anything. It could be breaking a rule down to just asking him a question that he didn't like or he didn't know the answer to. So he, so he would beat them for that. So he didn't subscribe to that. There's no such thing as a dumb question. No, not at all. Okay. There, there was one story that one of the boys, when they were eight months old, he beat this kid until his legs started to bleed. Okay. Because he's a piece of shit. Yes. Let, let's not lose that fact I'm, throughout this whole story. This guy's a fucking piece of shit. I'm not going to play devil's advocate on this. Oh, Tyler's here. What's up, Tyler? Uh, I think uh, Jessica's here, just, too. Yeah, yeah, and Moon Unit. If you guys missed the beginning, after we're done, go back and hear Phil's fucking story, or our story, mostly Phil's story, of why we haven't been here for like three weeks. It's a zinger. You're all lucky I'm still here. Oh, we didn't even talk about the fact that while we were sitting in the hospital, I started, you were on the phone with your mom, and I said, I'll be stroking on my phone. <laughs> and you, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Go ahead. I walk into, wait and get prescription filled, walk into the bar where in which Travis works, and I frequent. Yes. And uh, we had talked about this earlier at the hospital, but. You made a joke about it. About it, so. I walk into the <laughs> bar. Naturally, I'm on blood thinners. I cannot drink, so I'm having a grilled chicken salad with Mm-mm. a diet Mountain Dew. Which I dragged my balls across. And I tasted every salty bit of it. Look on my salty chocolate balls. And we're sitting there, and the person who was driving me and helping me get my prescriptions, mm-hmm. thank you very much, by the way, she nudged me. And I'm like, what? She goes, listen. And I'm like, Travis, you motherfucker. What'd you hear? You heard good old Billy Squire. Squire the stroke. stroke me, stroke me, stroke. Spawn out. Oh, my uh, God. That was fantastic. Oh, Tyler and Moon Unit and anybody else who just showed up, uh, Phil had a fucking stroke. Uh, now, from now on, I'm just putting it on record. I want that. That's my entrance music when I walk in that bar. No, this is not that story. What story? Uh, Tyler asked a question. But yeah, Phil had a fucking stroke. <laughs> uh, I want that plane every time I walk in the bar. I'm going to check. It's either that or I'll be stroking. One of the two. I, when I walk stroke in the door. Stroke it to the east. I, want, I have entrance music now. to the now. west. I expect my beer, because in about 16 days, I can start drinking again. You can add a near beer. or well, We have Bush and A. No. If you just wanted I, the, the flavor. Yeah, probably. But I want my beer ready for me. And my entrance music when I walk into the door. Is there a fucking cholesterol-friendly alcoholic beverage? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't care. 
Hey, I looked it up. That VO, we need to start popping that VO. That's got like no carbs, nothing. It's just got like 94 calories a serving. Boom. Ooh, okay. Let's get Where back. Where was I? Uh, oh, yes. Marcus, These punishments. Marcus could have sucked the block, blockage right out of my vein. Ooh, Chucky style. Or one of his children did. Training. Now, back to these punishments that these kids had to go through. They got even more severe, like being hit 21 times a day for a month. Well, at least he's consistent. But also to the point that these beatings would be scheduled. And it was the kid's responsibility to come to him when it was time for their beating. It like a, a boom, 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 like certain times throughout the day. Sometimes for literally nothing. Children, it's time for your beating. And then we'll have lunch. Come now. I've got Lay's potato chips and ass whoopings for you. This is the power of our fans. Apparently, Munoz says, I, I'm assuming these are answers to your questions of cholesterol-friendly alcohols. <laughs> Mom water. <laughs> Everclear? Drank it. I will not drink that shit again. That's just, that's a that's, that's a, turpentine. That is a stroke. Zima and Zima. Do they don't even make Zima anymore? Do they? they? I know they re-released it, but I don't know if they still do. I would not drink Zima. I'd rather have a stroke. Well, I mean, since we are, I have we have we listened to and I have, they have played our promo our promotional ad, and we love the guys at Brohio, Nick and Rob. If you are going to drink Zima. By their rules, you have to chug it with your rectum. You must butt chug it. A butt bong? A butt chug, yes. Sweet. Now, oh, excuse me. According, anyway. They have an alcoholic fresca. Dude, they have an alcoholic everything. They have fucking uh, a mountain of uh, spiked Mountain Dew, like uh, multi pack. I just saw another one, Monster. Monster is like teaming up with somebody to make like a spiked monster. And I'm like, did we not learn from Four Loco? No. We're going to start giving people fucking heart attacks. Phil already had a stroke. So the fuck? Anyways. Wait a minute. There's hard Mountain Dew? Yeah. I the, just said that. I literally just I said that. I don't listen to you while we're doing I know. These. Jesus Christ. I thought there was supposed to be no side effects over here, strokey boy. Good God. Seven to nine, Cincinnati. Good news is the stroke corrected my ED. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just making sure you're paying attention. Continue. Anywho. Continue. Anywho. To speak, to hearken back to one of your... Uh, questions? Yes, your, your, your questions, your queries from earlier, much like Marcus Wesson's father. <laughs> we just got canceled. I had to throw something in there. That's the best I got. The dude, the dude left his family to go fuck his male cousin. Being hey. gay, fine. It's the cousin thing. <laughs> and also, forgot to mention earlier, also the leaving the family, the wife and children thing. Also, also a little, a little bugaboo of mine. I, 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 I hear what you're screaming. Picking up what I'm putting down. Not with your left hand, though. I smell what you're cooking. <laughs> Now, no CPS involvement ever happened with any of this shit. Of course not. 
the, he was putting these kids through, but it was because the family never stayed in the same place for very long, um, which was probably at least in part for that purpose. I one would think, one would theorize on the lamb, on the run. Mm, I like that. On the silent, the silence on the lambs. Yes. There's the fifth movie. I, I, silence on the lambs. I only take a not a single points. word spoken by Hannibal Lecter. He's running from the cops the whole time. Well, didn't at the end of... Yeah, he's escaped, right? Yeah, so he's on the run. Mm. Yeah, so... Anywho. When the boys and the families started to get older, they were actually pushed to get jobs and move out on their own and start their own lives. <coughs> Probably because all he wanted in this situation was all the brainwashing to affect the boys and get them the fuck out of there because... That would allow him his overall goal was these fucked up, forced, incestuous harem relationships with his own children and the other young girls that were a part of his household at this point. Now, and also usually in some way related to him, if not by blood, by marriage. No, not just since we're on the creepy factor or creepy scale at 10 now. Yes. Um. What did he do with the male offspring? I know he had one adore or dare or whatever. He just he also brainwashed them, beat the shit out of them, and then now did he uh, encourage? No, no. The women, they they, all not... of the women of the family okay. were to, were his. The, the okay, the, yes. Oh well, at least he has some morals. Yes. Not now that his son's fucking. Well, daughter. we'll touch on I that there a that. little bit here. Um. He all he the, the girls once they got to a certain age were also pushed to get jobs usually in fast food restaurants and shit like that when they were old enough as I said but of course this was to fund him and the life that he chose for them to live mm-hmm. making them his slaves basically on top of all the other fucked up shit that he had already been going on within this cult family shit show and yeah he's. We're just compounding how swell of a guy this piece of shit is here. I'm thinking time man of the year. Oh, yeah. Hell, they gave it to Hitler. This guy, you know, should have got it. Fair enough. On top of that fact, or I'm sorry, on top of the fact that he was using the girls to support the family and himself, since he was the head of the household but didn't think it was his responsibility to work, he was collecting welfare. And but he, he his neighbors would ask him about a job, and when they asked him about his job, he said, "Don't worry, God will take care of me." But he is a god, so or the vampiric Jesus will the vampire council. Yes, the girls in the household would have to come home from work to take care of the other kids, cook all the food, do all the cleaning. So there really was no downtime for these poor girls. They were they had nothing but work to do and fucking. Yeah, which, I mean, that's not abnormal, but you would expect that for more of like a single mom, not one who's part of a 65-person family who are all fucking the same fat fucking dreadlocked-out dude. Well, I know one thing. If I had 30 fucking children... My house would be spotless. I ain't running the vacuum or cleaning one toilet. I would have lost one. Realistically. Like, one of them, like, somebody would have been like, hey, I'm pretty sure I saw your kid getting dragged down the street by a raccoon. He'd be like, it's all right. (laughs) I got plenty. But I, I had Called a mulligan. I had a hard enough time keeping track of the two I had. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. 
Now, he on top of that, shocker here, he would make the girls wait on him hand and foot. They would have to do stuff like bathing him all the way down to making them scratch his armpits for him. Now, let's talk about that. That's a little, that's fucked up because of the situation, because they're slaves and shit like that. Now, on the other hand, don't hate the idea, minus the slavery and incest and, and molestation. Don't hate the idea of having a, um, um, uh, an itch accountant, if you will, an itch uh, assistant. Why do you itch think, assistant. Why do you think I'm not remarried? Because I wouldn't scratch your armpits? I, you know, I, I don't ask for much. Armpit scratching and maybe a ball scratch every now and then. Where where you where do you keep your back scratcher? She's in the living room. <laughs> Isn't that what kids are for? Stuff like that? Like when you have a stroke and your left arm doesn't work and your left ass cheek itches really bad? Hey, sugar pie. You want a butterfinger? Come scratch Diddy's ace. Well, you're lucky I had to take a shit that morning and I could wipe my ass and you were about to get go get yelled for. Gross. <laughs> no. I'm right handed. Don't worry, we're good. Um, on top of that, go figure this guy was in charge of quote I put quotes on this, investing Invest. all the money that his daughters brought into the home. I don't go into much detail on that. We know it wasn't invested. Now, throughout all this, he was engaged in sexual relationships with all the girls in the household by the time they were teenagers, and even went as far as to make up his own dumb fucking marriage ceremony so that he could figuratively marry three of his nieces and two of his daughters. Yes. Where's his legal wife, Elizabeth, during all this? She's still upstairs with a, a dare. <laughs> she's all, yeah, she's, she's in the West Wing fucking off like you told her 30 years ago. Her and a dare just playing. Yacht yeah, he's just like these, these, these poor girls just rocket out kids and he puts them in the, one of those fucking the bank teller things that you drive up to the, <laughs> that sucks it up. Kid, boom, upstairs. Rosemary, fuck off. There's another one. Let me know when my underwear is clean. I need to do laundry. Fuck. Uh, but where is Elizabeth during all this? The woman that he's actually legally married to, who is the daughter of yeah. his wife, girlfriend that he married when she was 15. Yes. Where is she With at? the permission of her mother. Yes. Where is she at? She's right the fuck there supporting him because she's also brainwashed as fuck. Doesn't even think it, it just seems normal. It's just normal to her. This is cool. Yeah, like don't oh oh Marcus, you rascal! Da 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 da! Fuck your daughter. This would have made a great sitcom. Jesus Christ! It's like, like where's Chris Hansen? You have you have your you have your fucking your your final episode here. This is to catch an apex predator. You're catching a Nile crocodile of diddlers here. And, but let's be honest, it doesn't take Sherlock Holmes to figure out what's going on. This guy's low-key, potentially, like, the megalodon of child molesters. I, You're going to get no argument from me on and this. And he's a big, fat fuck with dreadlocks, so to catch a predator, it works two ways. Put the stupid fucking metal mask on him, boom. We're good to go. He's like a little round predator. He's like a BB-8 droid mixed with the predator. <laughs> he was literally three foot by three foot? What? He's about six feet tall, but he's just fat as fuck. He's a big sloppy fucker. 
He did lose weight, which I'm, I'm, I'm a fat guy. I'm okay with fat people. Well, I got a question. But when you're a fat person that fucks children <coughs> How the fuck? and brainwashes them into being your fucking, your stable, How the, not only that, they're your children. No, I will make fun of that person for being fat. Fuck you, fatty. How the fuck could he get fat? He had 30 fucking children in that house, or, you know, 30... You, th- you think he was putting in effort while he's making all these kids? But still, that's a lot of food, and they were just working menial jobs at flipping burgers at Mickey D's Well, they whatever. We'll get into their diets as well, I mean, the so difference between the two. Food had to be... I know how much it costs to feed my fat ass. I know, right? I mean, food for 30 people... You have to win the fucking lottery almost. I mean, come on now. So he couldn't, his caloric intake couldn't be that fucking high. Now, I realize he, was, he wasn't probably doing, he wasn't doing gassers or up-downs or anything. No. He wasn't CrossFit training. But yeah, he's st- CrossFitting his Big Mac in his fucking mouth. But I would think money would have been stretched a little tight trying to put food in the mouths of... I don't know, 35 people total probably right. in the house or whatever. Well, I mean, if you think about that, if like you break it down, if 10 of them are working. I guess you're right. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. How good, of, how good of workers could they have been? Let's be honest. With the way they grew up? Yeah. All, all you got to do is be like, now your manager's going to beat you like I do if you don't do everything they say. That's all they know. You tell them some shit like Can that, they're going to the- do it. Pittsburgh's probably going to Baltimore's probably going to score. Um, Bengal down on the field. Eli Apple. Um, can you imagine, Live reactions. Can you imagine one of these girls at work at a fast food joint and kind of doing something wrong, and the manager says, I need to talk to you in the office. Yes, master. And she just starts walking in and taking off fucking clothes. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold on. Yes, whoa, master. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why'd you call me master? Well, my father, dad, or my, my, my dad, husband, uncle, grandpa, tells me that I'm to call my superior's master. Would you like to impregnate me now? Where would you like me to retrieve the beating stick? Is it next to the fryers? No, that's a whole other thing. We had to start. That was a politically incorrect term that got taken out of fucking restaurants that we won't even talk about. A beating stick? No. What? There's a thing that you use to clear out the drain pipe when you're cleaning fryers. I'll admit, it did have a very, uh, very... Non politically correct name. <clears throat> was it racist? No. Uh, kind of a pedophile type thing. No. Well, you have to tell me off air. Yeah. Okay. It's it's pretty rough. Like, it, but like it's one of those things. Like everybody called it that for the longest time. I'm sure Pete, anybody who's worked in a restaurant is probably like, I know exactly what he's fucking talking about. Well, I never worked in a restaurant, so I do not know this. No throw into this fucking rigmarole there was also no attempt to prevent pregnancy with his daughter wives and niece brides and he would just convince the girls to tell strangers that they got pregnant by artificial insemination so his pull-out game was not on point there was none (laughs) he didn't even he didn't even play the game he didn't even understand the rules of the game did not read the directions yeah he like showed up to a pokemon TCG tournament with like fucking Yu-Gi-Oh cards. And was like, let's go. My favorite flavor crayon is pink. You realize I'm 50 and had a stroke and you're talking about this shit. I have no idea what you're talking about. The cool kids do. You lost me. Any who's it's 
Now, he would also convince the girls that it was their duty to have children together so that with him so that they could make more pure children of the for the kingdom of God and for the good of their religion. That's how which I... only involved them. Like I, even though you're brainwashed from childhood, I don't see how you could go out into the working world even if you are a fucking idiot that doesn't know how to Sorry, you're not a fucking idiot. It's not your fault you don't know how to read. But even if you were never shown how to read and you were never given these these uh uh I don't know, cognitive assets if you will, never provided them. How do you go out and realize that nobody else looks at things and believes things the way that you do and not go, hmm. But I guess, oh, I mean, but now that I think of it, like how, how you, why would you do that? Well, cause you're not going to ask them cause they're strangers and you're scared of them and they're not your people. And so they're going to do something bad. And, uh, you're going to go home and ask old daddy Marcus and he's going to beat the fuck out of you for asking. I get it. it, I, it now the, the like the more you sit and think about it, it all the shit that doesn't make sense kind of fucking makes sense in a horrible fashion. I have to say that might be the that's pretty much the only way I get laid. That's my pickup line I go to. Oh God, wants you. I to think, I, when you said that's the only way I get, I was like, which direction are we going <laughs> with this here? You, you never know which which road I'm going to take. He's got. A, he had a stroke. You can. <laughs> we never know I what's going to come out of his hey, mouth now. Can I say some really? No, we've already no, we've already we've already established that you're okay. It's too late. Damn it, I can't use you that. You should have done that. You should have been like, I had a stroke. Joe Biden fucks dogs. <laughs> I so you're saying I can't say some really off color shit and just save it for off the mic. We're gonna do it anyway. Okay. And just not play the stroke card? Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> now over time, Marcus also started to separate the boys from the girls in the family to prevent the possibility of any of the boys in some way taking any of the girls from him. Um, because they were basically his property or concubines, really. Cause he was worried like you don't have any contact with the outside world right. other than maybe going to work. So it's like, yeah, you probably run the risk of there being like a you know, at this point, we're probably a couple generations into this incest thing, so it's probably like a, like, you know, insert third eye and fourth and fifth possible uh, arm and leg. And it's like, hey, Marsha, it's me, your brother, uncle, grandson, Jeff. You look really pretty in your three-armed uh, blouse today. Three arm. Bomb. Yeah, I, I I saw you when you were walking away because, as you know, I have an eye in the back of my head, and I was wondering if you would like to go to the upstairs house with other mom with me sometime and watch Hogan's Heroes. Hogan's Heroes. That that was a good show. I think it was on the other day. Was somewhere, it really? somewhere. Very racist show, but oh my god! All yeah. shows back. Well, in so the was uh, what was it? Um, fuck! What was the one? Archie. Oh, all in family. Yes, that was fucking racist as shit. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god. You know what was a great show though, for real? Sanford and Son. That shit was funny as fuck. Honestly, Mama's family was pretty funny too. I never first being dumb as shit. I never got into Mama's family, but I watched Sanford and Son and I Personal never... opinion, just because I'm a nineties baby, like nothing beats home improvement. Home improvement. I have every season of home improvement on Amazon. Oh, I love home improvement. Fresh Prince, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Step by step, day by day. Oh, the boy. Code Man. 
Oh, the guy from Dallas. Yes, and uh, Susan Summers or Suzanne Summers. Yeah. From anyway, Three's Company, another one. Mm. And that think about it, I man, uh, two girls, woman, and uh, two Jesus stroke time. Uh. <laughs> two girls and a guy. He has to live. He has to pretend to be gay to mm. live with the two women. Mark and Mindy. Hmm. Yes, but you know that would never get made today. Taxi. Does you have to pretend to be gay to live with? Of course, you'd what? have to hire a gay actor, which I think is so fucking stupid. I don't understand why like people are like, like fucking Hank Azaria being fired from The Simpsons because he was portraying an Indian dude, like in a cartoon. That's fuck that. off. It's uh, like uh, so. What you're gonna make a big deal because now I do. Don't get me wrong. Sidebar real quick. I will say this. I actually guess I can agree with it to an extent because I could see I see making the argument of did you try to source a gay actor to play that gay role? Or did you just bypass it? Well, and was there a reason you bypassed it? I could see that argument to an extent. If somebody if some producer was like, No, did you not think to have a gay person play the gay part? No, why not? I don't fucking like the gays. Like then, then we got a problem. Well, like then it's kind of fucked I might up. Be You're like, old. why do you think he got beat to death in the first two minutes of the movie? <laughs> I might be old, and I'm probably going to say something very offensive right now. Stroke. I I'm playing the stroke card in advance. <laughs> I'm putting that bitch on the table. I mean, play, having a gay person play a gay role. It's called acting, people. No, I, I don't do entirely not... disagree. Now, if you're saying, I'm saying, like, if you were opposed to having a gay person right, play a gay on. role but, I mean, for some we... reason, or if you were opposed to having a gay person play a straight role, look at Kevin Spacey. He's a child molester, and apparently, being because he's gay, he gets out of it. Right. But to, I mean, I always go back to John Allegedly. Wayne, John Wayne playing Genghis Khan. Okay, that's that was stupid. racist. That's stupid. You know, no fucking Mickey Rooney. Playing that Asian dude with the buck teeth and all that shit. Oh, that was no, that was racist. Mickey. Wasn't that? It was Jerry Lewis. I thought Mickey Rooney did uh, it he too. He might have did it too. They probably that was fucking. Yeah. I don't give a but fuck. That, that's kind of low key racist. That's, but, Same thing as going to the antique mall though. Like every other booth, I'm like, look, old American racism. Like it's crazy that it's like I look. You look at it and you're like, damn, that, like that was just a thing. You know, I, culturally, yes, you should have if the role is. And you're the person, the character is an Asian person. You should have an Asian playing it. But, Ideally, yeah. But sexual preference, a, a straight person can play a gay person. Or at or, least have it be hilarious. Like, bosom, like if you wanted to have like a fucking Pakistani, like hardcore Muslim guy and you weren't going to go that route as far as casting them, have it be funny to the point, have it be so opposite that it's funny. Have it be like Christopher Walken. Or praise Allah. The only time you can get away with is like Tropic Thunder. Oh my God! With fantastic. Robert Downey. Jr. He's like, I'm the Downey. dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. Make it fucking funny and make fun of the whole. Yeah, and still the the best yeah. part of that fucking movie that nobody even remembers. Bruce. Yes, <laughs> yes. First off, fucking yes. Yes. But the best moment of that movie that nobody fucking remembers is the part where they're trying to get out of the jungle and Ben. Stiller turns around and he's like, I'm trying to save our lives. What is wrong with you people? And Robert Downey Jr. goes, 
what do you mean, you people? And the, and the goes, one, the actual black guy goes, what do you mean, you people? But that's not what's funny about it. What's funny about it is when the actual black guy looks around him and goes, what do you mean, you people? Robert Downey Jr. does not acknowledge him whatsoever, just keeps looking at Ben Stone and goes, huh? Doesn't even acknowledge that the other guy spoke whatsoever. It was fucking hilarious. Uh. He said, oh, Tom Cruise, he said, oh, Red Dragon, listen. Fuck face. <laughs> like, uh, he said, take a step back and literally fuck your own face. <laughs> he said, I will rain down on you an ungodly fucking firestorm. I'm talking scorched earth, motherfucker. I have a question. How the we're talking child molesting incest vampires. <laughs> How do we get to tropic? It's, it's been three weeks since we did this. We we have to have some fucking venting. Where was I? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, here we go. This is where I was. One of Marcus's sons wanted to date one of Elizabeth's nieces. Oh, this is making my math is hard. This is making my brain hurt. Later on. So it wasn't, this was not one of his kids. This was one of Elizabeth's nieces that the sister had all dropped off. Donated, if you will. She couldn't handle her kids. Yes. So she thought it was a good idea. This was part of the <laughs> second, the second baby dump. Yes. Jesus, was Mark is a fire department? Jesus Christ! Right, he's like fuck. He's got the little like. Put them in my warm box. I shall take them. Now, because of this, Marcus wrote the House of Elizabeth, which ordered sons and nephews to stay as far away from all the girls as possible. And it also said that if this was disobeyed, he would ask for God to remove the person accused of breaking the proclamation. Which, I don't know about everybody else, I would just assume that he means, that means that it's an underhanded way of saying that he would kill the boys if they tried to go against his word. That's how I take that. Not far-fetched. Yes, that's how I would take, would read that. Right. But that's just me. Now, all the kids would dumpster dive for food sometimes, and at one point they were put on a diet of pinto beans old stale bread and produce that they found in the trash while he was getting fat as fuck eating like a piece of shit king because again he was a hefty motherfucker he was eating fucking big macs and you know chipotle or whatever the fuck he wanted i don't know uh now although he always seemed to have money the kids would have to gather cans and bottles to save more money because he would take everything and do whatever the fuck he wanted with the money that the girls earned by working. And I was assumingly the boys until they left the house because so the bo- several of the boys did leave the house well, that, as they were instructed. It's good to know that some of them were actually pretty smart to get the fuck out. No, they were told to leave at a certain point. Well, so they weren't competition. Well, at least they got out. Because that that one that one kind of anti full circles on you here at, okay. when you get to the end. Now that's super fucked up, considering the situation. The kids do actually recall having good times from time to time, like going on road trips or drives while listening to music, going to the park. They would put on plays and concerts. And they would even have ugly contests in which they would see who could dress the worst with old clothes. So that's how fucked up 
your childhood in this family was that one of the things they did for fun was they tried to be the person that everyone went, you're the fucking ugliest. You suck the hardest. You win. And they're like, good job. Yay. Yay me. I'm ugly. I might get to fuck dad first. The fuck? Ugly contest? That's a real confidence booster. Well, you know, they wanted to what be ha- different. What but- happens when he really wants to run them into the ground and he's like, everybody fucking wins. All y'all motherfuckers are ugly as shit. I'm the only cute bitch in this motherfucking room. I just, you know, at least he was bucking the norm. Instead of having a beauty I contest. He's, he, he started bucking the norm when those kids were about eight years I, old. Well, I, I would go... As soon as he started tapping Elizabeth, he was bucking the norm. I guess. <laughs> Jesus. Ugly competitions. Uh, now, throughout this, they he did keep... The family, overall, did keep a connection with the Seventh-day Seventh Day Adventist church, which, again, was David Koresh, multiple other cult-related people. Right. And shit like that. Uh, throughout most of this whole thing, he was he was not a confirmed member of the church. He was church adjacent. Yes, but some of the women involved in the in his family were okay. like actual members of the church. He was kind of like a hang around. Yeah. Now throughout the eighties and the nineties, Marcus had a, and I don't think this is true or it was ever a real thing. Had a part time job for the campgrounds. Even though his family moved around all the time and shit like that. So I think he was just full of shit. I think he was just going to the fucking campgrounds and probably like grilling some good old all beef Oscar Mayer wieners. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. As a man does. You gotta do something normal. Nothing else he fucking does is normal. Well, you know, you gotta have some something bring you back down to earth when you're yeah. riding that wave and Well and then it, it all it, a lot of shit started to it, it kind of fell apart a little bit because over the years he started getting judgment, catching judgment by the outside world. Well, I would fucking hope so. Well, him and his fucked up household because like he's like like I said, I think he was like six feet tall. He's like fucking three four hundred pounds at his biggest. So my size plus, we would say my size was probably his small end during all this. Big old fucking like literal mane of dreadlocks. And people think he was people thought he was intimidated and all that shit. Yet he was so personable that he got away with it. And when people would talk to him, he would tell them that he about how he used to be or he was an executive for a corporation. What what, what fucking corporation? Lefties tobacco. Fucking Burger King, Crisco brand. I'm going to go out on them and say nobody bought that bullshit. You, I would fucking hope so. Uh, now, 
around this time, he was claiming a school bus as the family home on his welfare paperwork, and this was 1981, which they did have, and they did use, and they did live in from time to time. But in that year, he received a $60,000 loan to build a 1,700-foot square foot home for himself and his family, which you got to think there's upwards of maybe 20 or 30 people possibly involved in this. So he built a fucking sardine can for $60,000. 1,700 feet is not that big when you come down to having a butt fuck ton of kids and basically like for all intents and purposes, concubines at this point. Right. Well, what's your name in a, Adair. Adair had to, they probably had yeah, they, so they've got at least 400 square feet and, of it. You know, the other ones that got shipped upstairs. The people in the, under the stairs over there. They had, to get, they had to stay in the bus. They didn't get to go <laughs> to the new house. Jesus Christ. Now, they lived there for like three years, after which he rented a dock, and the family started to live on a boat that he bought for, I believe it was like $14,000. <laughs> it was like a 20-something foot sailboat, I think. You know, that would be actually kind of cool, I think. Not with that many fucking people. Oh, no, that, that boat would sink. Yeah. Now, people on the dock actually noticed that the girls didn't seem to go anywhere or have any friends. They also noticed that when Marcus would walk down the street, the girls would follow him in a single file line behind him with their heads down, wearing very Mormon-esque clothing, like fucking foot-length fucking black skirts and shit like that. And they also noticed that if the girls walked away from Marcus while he's speaking to them or like, you know, showed any, whatever you want to call it, any contempt of him. He would grab them and snatch them up by their hair. So you fucking saw this, but you didn't, this, this falls into the see something, say something pile. If I'm somewhere and I see behavior like this on a regular basis. I'm going to call somebody about it. Might make a phone call. If nothing else, even if you don't see this, if you just think that something like this might be going on, you should probably call the fucking cops. Worst case scenario, you do it anonymous, anonymously. Worst case scenario, you heard a just a really bad argument and nothing bad really happened or anything like that. And the cops just leave. Best case scenario, you get fucking 13 kids out of a situation like this. Yeah. So all of these people at this dock are fucking dickheads. All these people this, that that have boats at this dick are dockheads. I can't argue that point. I concur. On all Did your st- stroke brain pick up on my switcheroo there? No, I did. I, I oh, I it. said everybody that had a boat at this dick were dockheads. Did you really? Yeah. The I'm, second time. I'm glad you uh, dotted your T's and crossed your I's. Pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> now, Marcus did make one friend, a dude named Steve, who would... Well, how much of a piece of shit was this right, dude? <laughs> who he told about how he gave up his corporate job to be with his family. And they got close enough that Steve would actually stay the night on the boat with the family... And would have to help make sure the fucking thing didn't sink when they get up in the morning. He would have to help scoop water out of the fucking boat. Yeah. We're just, this guy's stellar. He's killing it. Go get some flex seal. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
Hi, back again here with Flex Tape. It's just going to keep going. They're just going to keep making products. Hey, I'm here with... Well, I don't even know what's next. Flex Pants. You can piss and shit yourself all you want. Don't, can't trust a fart? Now you can with Flex Pants. I'm just saying, they can make a boat out of a screen door. They did. They did. They did install a screen door inside of a boat. That's not a bad idea, though. I'm going to start... Before I go to work, I'm going to put a little piece of Flex Tape, a Flex Seal on my asshole. See if it holds it in. I hope you don't have a hairy ass. I ended up looking like fucking Violet from uh, Willy Wonka. I hope, I hope you don't have a hairy ass because that'll hurt. Speaking of that, those little things they put on. Oh these, yeah, they suck. Oh, I, rip, I remember. I that. have a I have a patch right here. A yeah. ball patch right here. I had one too when I got out of the hospital. I was like, shit. Just give me a razor, Jesus Christ. Right. Like just fucking just cut my skin off at that <laughs> point. Just brand me, Jesus. Now anyway, Marcus started lying about his identity, the boat, the overall living condition of the family, and he did all this in gen or generally multiple reasons, but the main reason arguably was to confuse welfare workers. Because Mar- <laughs> welfare workers started coming around asking questions as they sometimes do. Yes. Now, Marcus said that the Harbor Authority and Welfare Department were conspiring against him after the Harbor Authority passed a law limiting how many people could live on a boat based on its size. Fucking duh. That just makes sense, jackass. But since it affected him, they're conspiring against him. Yes. From all of this other shit, put it all together, Marcus was charged with perjury and welfare fraud. Something like they they estimated he had been overpaid by that point at least twenty thousand dollars. That's a substantial amount for well for fraud. That's yeah. a substantial amount. Now all this happened because he didn't claim the family boat as an asset. No shit, he didn't claim the family boat. I'm pretty sure if you claim a fucking sailboat, you're out on welfare. If you have, oh you need welfare, why do you have a fucking sailboat, dipshit? Oh, you live there? Fuck. Guess you got us. Think again. Right. Fuck you, asshole. Uh, which is the reason why he didn't claim it. Because he did claim it as the primary dwelling for the family. And again, I wish I knew exactly how many fucking people were part of this family at this point. Because I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, he also wrote over 80 pages to the court stating that he was, in fact, the one investigating the IRS instead of the other way around. Fired his public defender, started filing motions through the court on his own behalf, which were thrown out by the judge, obviously. And then this culminates in him being sentenced to 180 days for fraud, a bunch of fines, and five years of probation only spent about 90 days in jail, was forced to sell the boat, and had to get a job to pay the money that he owed to the docks where the boat was stored. It's pretty easy. Throughout all this, Elizabeth thought that Marcus went to jail for contempt of court and still didn't know about the welfare fraud. Keep her in the dark. Keep your... your Lee, your stepdaughter slash yeah, wife. Yeah, whatever the fuck you want to call her. Keep fucking thing one in your the dark. Step wife. Yeah. Your stepwife. Your stepdaughter. Hmm. 
Fuck it. Wait, I do think I have that one. Elizabeth would be his daughter, wife. Yes, so just daughter, wife there. Okay. That's nice and easy. Now, somehow throughout all this, he had some type of a deal in for with a uh, a an IBM programmer for a quarter acre campsite in the Santa Cruz mountains. And don't know how he made this happen, but it was he had this deal for long enough that the family would actually live there from time to time for 12 years. Mm-hmm. Over a span of 12 years. 10-9 Baltimore. When the owner of that land died, his son took ownership of the land, and he actually contacted Marcus because by this time there was just shit everywhere, just scrap metal. It was all fucking dirtied up and messed up. And he called him to clear all the shit off the land that they, that, that was there because of him. But Marcus just never did shit about it and just kind of smooth-talked him every time and then would just never show up to take care of it. I guess that just, you know kind of dilapidated that relationship. Now, he played the role of an uncle to three of his daughters so that the girls could buy an old apartment, or I'm sorry, not an old apartment, an old house that had fire damage. So he was portraying the uncle. Yeah. I guess in, like, sit-downs and shit. Which they did buy. And they would later get sued by the fucking owner of the house that they bought it from for failure to pay. Go fucking figure. Then things get kind of weird again when an antique store started to sell a weird amount of coffins to the family. Antique coffins. And it was even weirder because these young girls were the ones tasked with loading them after they were purchased. Now, Marcus also became obsessed at this point with David Koresh as the siege at Waco was a big thing that occurred and was in the news around this time. And he would tell his family that this was the government attacking God's people and it would probably happen to them next. So now we're leading towards the the, the apocalypse, end of times part of this okay. cult. Now we're running guns thing. also. No. Okay. He well, did have at least one gun. That We do know well, that. Well, if he was smart... He would have ran guns and made all kinds of money. Right? Now, because he formed a suicide pack with the family, because of this, he formed this suicide pack. Apologize. I misspoke there. Which dictated that if the authorities came to hurt the family and break them up, the mothers would kill their children before killing themselves. He also tasked two of his nieces, who were, like, I guess, really hardcore fucking, like, Shame, followers of this dude. He tasked them with making sure the whole family was dead before finally being the last two to kill themselves and that they were in charge of hunting down any of the family members who left without his blessing. This one ramps up pretty quick. Like, it's fucked up throughout the whole thing, but going, like it, it starts to go real hard. We're going to 10 now. Yeah. We're now, two of the girls decided they wanted to leave the family. They, they, they were like, this ain't kosher pop we out right but they were told that they couldn't take their their kids until they got a little older so the girls agreed to this and left thinking since they both had boys 
other than some brainwashing and maybe some physical abuse, they'd probably be all right until they came back to for a year or two until they came back to get him. He said like once they're like seven or eight, you can come get them. Now then again, the family moves into a commercial property in Fresno where he parked their bus that he was now in the process of renovating also. And neighbors would complain about hearing him working on the bus in the middle of the night. And they even speculate that they thought he might've installed a hot tub in the bus. Again, sidebar, this guy's a piece of shit. This story's fucked up. That's fucking pretty cool, though. <laughs> that is a I would not mind having. Move. I would not mind having a renovated school bus with a hot tub in it. Preferably, even though structurally and construction-wise is a terrible idea and is not very safe, preferably on the roof. Well, I just say you couldn't do that around here because of the roads. Fair. You have water, a lot of splashing going on. That's a good point. It'd be like a hot saucer. Yes. But again, I will give him credit for one thing. If this man had a bus RV with a hot tub in it, I will give you that life choice. That is a good life choice. It's not going to justify the pedophilia of your own. No, it will be it will be the most useless, minuscule silver lining of all time. Right. You're still a piece of shit, but, every, but good call on that one. <laughs> but a blind squirrel finds a acorn every once in a while. Yes. Now, the neighbors also talked about the weird behavior and appearance of the family and would also gossip about a weird foul odor from the property. Well, I'm sure they weren't the most cleanly people on the planet. Yes. Well, but of course, yet again... No one ever contacted the authorities about any of this weird shit that they saw going on. Because why would you? Why would you call the authorities when you think that there's weird stuff going on in the house full of children? You fucking Fresno pieces of shit. I don't know anybody from Fresno. I'm sure most of them are great people. Fuck these neighbors. They're dickheads too. They're just a little There is a point where you fucking call the authorities about shit. It's like if I walk outside tonight to smoke a cigarette and I see a neighbor fucking like pull back and full on closed fisted punch their toddler in the head as hard as they can. Either I'm saying something to you personally or there will be a knock at your door. Sometimes you need to fucking pull the trigger yourself for the greater good of other people. And again, worst case scenario, nothing's going on. It's just a wellness check. The cops leave. Right. You're dickheads. Um, A lot of this was because the property was just fucking filthy. Right. Not taken care of. The city cited the family for a living in a commercially a commercial property and for illegally parking the bus, all of which were they were instructed and in being forced to rectify by March twelfth of two thousand four. Which they could have continued to live there. They just had to get a, a, a some type of a permit. I don't know exactly what the permit is, but I guess there is a permit to take dwelling in a Formerly commercial property. Because by this time, they had bedrooms and shit in there. It was a decent-sized commercial property. It it used to be like an office building or some shit. Now, this was about the time that two of the girls who left started hatching a plan to go back and rescue their kids. Finally, somebody who makes good fucking decisions in this. So on the day of March 12, 2004, Ruby and Safina Wesson with the aid of some of their family members that they had rallied up to go get them, went to get their fucking kids. Now, when they got there, the girls left inside the house started getting into an all-out fucking screaming match with these two girls, calling them Judas, fucking whores, 
telling them that they need to obey their master and bow down to him. And this is all just happening on the front step of this commercial property. Neighbors are seeing this shit. So the neighbors, neighbors finally call the fucking police as there's a full-on screaming match going on. Oh, when you disturb the peace, get a little loud. Yeah, now, now we're calling the now cops. Now you're, you're annoying my wife while I'm making fucking brats on my grill. This is a problem. Wife. You can fuck your kids and beat your children and beat them and, and your wife and shit like that. But you fucking, you start stepping on my family time. We got a problem, yes. buddy. I'm going to put on my fucking Nike Monarchs that I got from fucking Kohl's that I just cleaned with Windex last night because me and Ma went to Olive Garden. And we're going to have either we're going to have we're going to have a talk. The police are going to come or we're going to have a little scuffle, some fisticuffs. It's all fun and games. So you interrupt. Everybody loves Raymond time. Hey, shut the fuck up, Jim. You better pack a lunch, bud. (laughs) I'm going to take you the long way around the barn here. That was stupid. So um, when the police did show up, Marcus answered the door very calmly. And while Ruby and Safina are behind the cops screaming for their kids, rightfully so, they said they didn't. The cops at this point didn't have a warrant or anything. They didn't have permission, obviously. So he said, all right, cool. They can have the kids. Just let me go gather their things and everything like that. They said, all right, cool. Closes the door. Click. Door locks behind him. Now, this is when Ruby and Safina told the officers about the family suicide pact, but the officer didn't really believe them or didn't find it as probable cause to take any further action than what they had up to that point. Right. And which included entering the home. They, they were not doing that yet. So... Once one of the boys backed up and confirmed to the police that Marcus did, in fact, own at least one gun that he knew of, this is when the cops then called in the SWAT team and kind of transitioned this into a possible hostage situation. Right. Because they were not getting a response from the, at this point from knocking on the door. They hadn't seen anybody in a while. Now, while the situation was in full swing... Neighbors say the neighbors say they heard gunshots from inside the building. Hmm. Police say there were no gunshots fired from within the home. But after some time, Marcus Wesson comes calmly walking out the front door of the building covered in blood. And just to reiterate that he was eating all his family's money and he was a piece of shit. They handcuffed him with three sets of handcuffs. Because right. one just wouldn't do it. It was fucking fuck boy. Now, after they apprehended him and all that, and the perimeter was secured, Captain, a medical officer finally entered the building. According to testimonials from on-scene reporters and first responders, this medical officer immediately broke down in tears when he walked into this building because he discovered the bodies of nine of the kids ranging from one year old to 25. The fatal wound was the same for all of the dead bodies. It was a single shot through the eye. Now surviving members of the family cult tried to say that he had done nothing wrong 
and that all that happened was both agreed upon and committed by his daughter, Sabrina, spelled like S-E-H-B-R-E-N-N-E-H, first off, not Marcus. And there was some evidence that actually did point to that maybe being a thing. Hmm. Yes. There was... Shockingly, I will say that. Like, I, I do find this quite unbelievable that it worked out this well. That they did present, like, the defense did present Sabrina as the person that committed the f- murders, including the murders of her son, Marshy, and that she then killed herself. Because on the 22 caliber handgun that was found at the scene, and was found with her body. Her DNA was on that gun. So there is potentially that argument, but the jury declined any of that and said, no, we're pretty sure this motherfucker did it because the murder weapon realistically was not that 22 caliber pistol. It was a, 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 it was, I, I can't remember. I think it was a, fuck, what was it? It was like the one thing I didn't fucking write down. But, yes. So, uh, and even then, there's some wishy-washy shit with the whole thing. Right. Some good evidence, some bad evidence. Either way, kind of doesn't fucking matter. In the end, like, Marcus Wesson got convicted of nine counts of first-degree murder in 2005 and was also found guilty on 14 counts of forcible rape and the sexual molestation of seven of his daughters and nieces. Well, I think those were slam dunk charges and probably low balls too. He was sentenced to death oh. in 2005 and is currently rotting away like the piece of fuck that he is in San Quentin. Well, at least he went to a fucking shitty prison. Now, you want to hear some really fucked up shit that we kind of came up earlier? Oh, we haven't got to the fucked up shit yet. That kind of came up earlier. His adult sons, for at least a period of time, were so indoctrinated and brainwashed by this man that they continued the effort to clear their father's name of all these crimes for a considerable period after the fact. Really? Yes. Now, just to make this... Just to 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 bring this together, stays together. Well, just to bring this whole thing together, the victims in this situation were Sabrina April Wesson, his daughter that they kind of tried to pin it on, but didn't. Who was twenty five? Elizabeth Bray Briahai Kina Wesson, who was seventeen. That was his daughter. Isabel Carey Wesson, age eight, who was his daughter and his granddaughter. Aviv Dominique Wesson, age seven, also he was his daughter and his great niece. Jonathan St. Charles Wesson, age seven, who was his son and great nephew. Yeah. Ethan St. Saint La- Saint Laurent Wesson, and it might be St. Laurent, but I know there's a brand called St. Laurent, Saint so we're going to go with that who was four years old, also a son and great-nephew. Marshy 
St. Christopher Wesson, who is the son of Sabrina Wesson, age one, who was his grandson and his son, G- Java St. Vladins v- Vladins Pre Wesson. I, I know I'm <laughs> butchering that, we and I apologize. Care. Don't apologize. For this one, I apologize because it's a one-year-old girl that was a victim of this who was a daughter and granddaughter to Marcus Wesson and Sedona Vajra Wesson, also age one-ish, who was a daughter and a great-niece. That's all the people that ended up dying from this fucking bullshit. Damn. Yeah. And now he's just sitting his big fucking stupid ass in San Quentin. Just how did this? He I, I he's got to be under incredibly close security to still be alive. You would think somebody would have shanked his ass by now. If, if you have to get to him, that's true. Death Row. As far as I know, I don't think I think. All death rows, there are there is no contact. Single cell. Like, you say they don't get no yard time. If they do, so it's, it's by it's them, it's by, by themselves. themselves. Yeah, they're they like nobody nobody as far as I know on death row is there's never two people out at the same time. Right, like they might be out, and I think that depending on the state, I think that your rec time a lot of times is spent on death row. Like, you're just let out of your cell, and everybody else is still locked down. Yeah. Maybe. But arguably the way to go, and if you're in the right state. I mean, I've seen Death Row documentaries where, like, they had fucking Xboxes. They had, like, double-sized cells. Doing one, podcast. One dude had a cat that, like, just fu- came in from outside, and they're like, fuck it. We're going to kill him in, like, three years. Just let him have the goddamn cat. Um. I, so this went on pretty consistently from the 80s till 2004. 70s. Oh, oh yeah, right, 70s. Yeah, this started in the 70s, and it culminated in 04. And it so all, you have to think, like, how many fucking kids aged out, if you will? And it all was started by a father who decided to run away with his male cousin. Yes. Well, I don't know. I don't want to... I'm not going to put... The, I'm not going to put where we ended up on this on the homosexual affair. But I th- it probably had something to do with it. I don't think it was a positive in Mr. Marcus's Probably life. not. And probably the sexual abuse and beatings that he received, probably also not a good thing. Also probably not a good to have, thing to have a fucking religious fanatic mother involved. All of these point to probably not the healthiest adult. I would say that Marcus Gregory asked if I'm having a stroke trying to pronounce the names. That one name, I I did my best, but I I I've, I and I do feel bad. I do apologize. I probably should have looked up the pronunciation because of who we're talking about. But I believe it's Java Saint. Vladin's see, and that's the other thing, actually. You know what? I'm just gonna stop trying to pronounce this because there's a V in there, but I'm assuming that it's probably supposed to be a U anyway, just yeah. because of the yeah. So this was a vampire incest molestation cult. cult, and they didn't drain anybody. They didn't murder. Fifteen ten Cincinnati. 
They didn't murder anybody outside the family for their blood? If they did, nobody knows about it. That's kind of disappointing. I mean, it would make it would arguably make the pill of this whole story hard, easier to swallow. You know what I'm saying? Like if like the fact that like it makes it it wouldn't make it better if somebody from the outside had felt the wrath of this situation. Right. But I would be able to wrap my head around it more than it strictly being the family that was feeling the wrath of Marcus Wesson entirely. And eating and drinking the Kool-Aid of what he had to say. Pun, you know, dark pun, but pun intended on this one. Because that was fucking the secondary option, basically. In the long run, I'm sure he would have fucking done some shit like some Jonestown shit with him anyway. Yeah, probably. Once he couldn't get his dick up or people really started to leave, I'm sure something negative like this would have happened either way. Yeah, well... I just, 1710 Cincinnati. We got a game, ladies and gentlemen. Um, are, are we done? Are you? you done? That's all I got. Oh, okay. Uh, Moon Unit. Yeah, it comes. It, it ramps up and culminates real quick. This one. Well, you know, as it should. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, but it doesn't at the same time because you got fucking what twenty five years of this shit going on just unchecked and unnoticed, which is astonishing when you really think about it. That nobody, especially like it, it, it was all in like San Bernardino, San Jose, stuff like that. Like how? We're not talking bumfuck middle of nowhere, right. Idaho, where, where there's no one around to see it. They're living in a compound, like the Branch Davidians right. and shit. We're not, we're not miles, miles away from, away from right. town and shit. Like literally, they lived in a fucking former commercial property. Or lived on a boat right next to another boat. You know, at a dock. Like, at a dock, yeah. Like, how the fuck does all this go on for so long, being unchecked? Uh, Moon Unit says, this is bringing me down, boys. Well, you know. What's well, over now? Child molestation and incest is a bit of a downer. It is. I'm, But they all can't be winners here at Ghost in the Night. Because well, you know, it's it's the science of true crime uh, interest, and honestly, all true crime brings me down a little bit. But you know, do you know the science behind people's morbid interest in true crime? What a lot of, especially for women, it is the false perception that by list by that you you get obsessed with it because you get this false perception that you will get a better gain a better understanding of the scenario and you will be able to avoid it or escape it later if it ever were to happen. Better survival rate. Yes, and I I think a big a big thing of it for me is one I do like dark shit. It's just uh, I don't want to say it's not entertaining. It's it's thought provoking, right? It's intriguing to me, and there's also the mental side of it. Well, what's like the whole time I I research these things, all I'm sitting there thinking it was like like. Like, cut open this dude's brain after you kill him and show me how many fucking... Or show me a CT scan and show me how many black spots are in his fucking how brain. Because there's no way... I have? There's no way that his fucking... All his brain cells are firing correctly. You there's know, no fucking way. What I take away from the true crime aspect of this podcast or any podcast is the depths in which humanity is lacking in some people. Yes. We can do some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. We are the- Like, this guy's doing this to his children. Right. 
you have to kind of analyze and look into the abyss a little bit to understand great it. wrestler <laughs> understand it and also know that or understand i guess that there are some fucked up crazy people out there that do some really horrific shit oh yeah because you know the shit's you know there's someone there's at least there's at least what probably a dozen people in the world right now doing basically the same fucking thing or there's what, hundreds of and there's some asshole on the boat next door not calling the fucking cops let's on like them. honestly not to glorify or build up or prop up like guys like jeffrey Dahmer mm-hmm. or ted bundy yeah they were pieces of shit too but i'm sorry but i i prefer them over marcus. reading about that than shit like this i mean marcus it's just like the anthill kids right that one will fuck you up a little bit right or one of the soon-to-come Patreon-exclusive episodes that you and I have talked about. Oh, yes. Yeah, the one I want to do. Right. Like, uh, there's literally, like, that whole thing is, as dark as it is, a lot of the facts in that are pretty run-of-the-mill for stuff that we talk about. But there's literally one one sub or one sub subject if you will and one fucking statement alone in that thing that you will hear about if you are... If you are subscribed to patreon.com backslash GITN podcast, that that one statement, I literally is the worst thing I've ever fucking read. I will not say it on an open platform like this. It's that fucked that we won't talk about it on on like YouTube and shit like that. It's it, 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 it's fucking terrible. We just had this conversation. Well, I have to say this. You know, we, in today's society, take, you know, I made the Hitler joke earlier. But We've we been have, making stroke jokes for like fucking a week since you got out of the hospital. We have com- made common, or I don't want to say popularized, but we have diminished the horrific acts of the Holocaust oh, yeah. by comparing everybody you don't like to Hitler, you know. Yeah. We need these type of stories to really dig in and understand the depths and disgusting behavior that some humans are, we will do to each other. Yeah, because if you break it down to its basest form, all of it is there, like that, the Holocaust, Hitler, this, David Koresh, Jim Jones, fucking Ed Gein, uh, all of all of them. Like not 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 even serial killers. Like, uh, the 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 Catholic Church with, and I'm not saying all priests are bad human beings, but like, there's been confirmation there's thousands and thousands and thousands of Catholic priests molesting small bo- young boys. It's just like by by telling a story, right. yes, by telling a story like this or by like, talking about fucking Joe Pa, you're just you're 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 making you're presenting a more um a more direct more current understanding and representation of uh um dehumanizing indoctrination right. that has gone on from the the sprout of man from that primordial ooze but to understand and not be aware of the depravity that and the horrific acts that we could do to each other 
we are doomed. You can't go through, how can I say this? You can't go through life thinking everything's rainbows and unicorns. Yeah, it's not all it's all it's not all glitter and leprechaun farts. Yeah, so you, there are some people that do not everybody as cool as we are <laughs> that can survive strokes like a champ cuz I'm just built different. <laughs> I'm built different. <laughs> but you know, you have to understand that there are, there are things to look for. And the moral of this story right here is not it's to if you suspect something's going on, make a goddamn phone call. I agree. People. I think like they like all jokes aside, like that's one of the main things that I never, I, I don't have a, an overall resounding goal or, or meaning to a lot of these stories. But yes, if you're going to find, if you're going to take one from this one, maybe don't run off on your whole family with, with to fuck your male cousin Two, <laughs> don't fuck your children. Three, don't beat the shit out of your children. Don't fuck your kids' kids. Don't fuck your wife kids, wife's kids. Don't fuck your cousin's kids. Don't do any of that. And also, if you are ever in a situation where you think you're looking at a man who beats and fucks his kids, call the fucking cops. You don't have to jump in and throw throw haymakers at the fucker. Right. No, make a fucking phone call. Yeah. Uh, have, like, I, what are you gonna say? Well, what if nothing's going on? That's literally fucking part of the job for for police and CPS is to investigate, check on shit that might not be shit, possible crimes going on. But I'm sure any cop or any public servant will gladly go out on a 999 bullshit calls that is probably a waste of their time. Technically, if that one out of a thousand helps somebody that's in a situation like this one moon unit makes a good point and i've heard this as well it is actually against the law i believe to not introduce something even though that's one of those things it, it depends it depends on the state the, probably but and also what jobs you have and shit like that because there are mandated reporters right if you work like for you, like the court system or, yes, or or you're like, or like a, a court it, reporter or something. Yeah, yes. or you're a, a a therapist or something like that, in the right regard, and you're talking about the right thing. You are required by law to report that. Right. Correct. But if you're it's just like you see it on hoarders all the time. If you, like I've been watching hoarders for some fucking reason, and it's like if there's an elderly person that like their health is at risk, the therapist might work for the TV show, and it might shut down the show. But they have but to they, if if that if this ninety year old man is not going to be able to survive in that house, they fuck the show. They have to call the adult protective services well, or the authorities right. and be like, "Yo, my hands are fucking clean here." If in the, if you're a professional pooper scooper, prison might be better than this your guy. life. You know, let's be honest. So I would not report the crime. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I would I would call and report the fact that I didn't report the crime. Come and arrest me. <laughs> but you know, long story short, moral of this fucked up story and this fucking long longer than I thought it was going to be podcast. Don't don't run away with your male cousin. And also, let's not forget the things that are important. I made a funny joke at the hospital while Phil was recovering from a stroke. Also, Phil had a fucking stroke. What else? 
I, well, he didn't shit himself, so that we don't have no. that to talk about. I got my ass looked at by a hot nurse because I forgot to put on underwear. Oh, and then you were wearing those uncomfortable ball hugger fucking shorts that your boss brought you. Yeah, because I did not have any underwear. Yeah. I'll give him credit to that. Like, not that I doubt your boss's resolve in your friendship, but like when I got up there and you were like, he's been here three times already, I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, well, yeah. For what? At that point, just stay. Well, he had, he had errands to run. He had to do some shit. I mean, he could. He could. Well, well, it, 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 sounds, it sounds all nice and sweet. And like, you were like, Will you bring me some shorts and a phone charger? And he was like, Yeah. And he just like walks by and like sticks his head around the corner fucking throws him out like, there you go you stupid stroke having piece of shit i gotta go you'll do i got errands to run business errands no i want a mcdouble fuck face and you're fucking it all up for me with your stupid fucking stroke you'll do anything to get off work you lazy fuck right but yeah that's uh that's the story of this heaping pile of dog shit of a human being marcus Maybe. wesson I got to come up with what I'm gonna, what's going to go wrong with me next week. Maybe I'll have a sex change next week. <laughs> Who knows? But that, is that going something that what goes wrong with you, or is that something that you've been really wanting to talk about? I'm not quite ready to come out of the closet. You don't want to get your wiener turned inside out? I think well, that's how they do it. Depending on the temperature, it could already be. Or the moisture level. I mean, like two Fridays ago when it was negative fucking five degrees and with and the wind chill was oh the week the week of Christmas yeah I yeah. basically had a vagina yeah that was pretty awful like my like I remember leaving work one night and like my face hurt from the cold fucking wind I mean and I handled that shit pretty well Mooney said glad to see you. I went to see him in the hospital. I couldn't barely say I was fucking glad to see him. No, I wasn't even glad to see me. Like I was just, I turned the corner and that male nurse was like, he's alive. I was like, fuck. Damn. I was like, I was like, man, I was really looking forward to taking sole possession of his 19 things that he owns. Yes. I say that as if I have like an abundance of stuff. We're like well, the most middle, say, we're it, the most minimalist adult people ever. I had a friend look in our refrigerator. Yeah. And just shook their head. I said, we're, what? We're rarely here. Like, th like tonight's the longest that both of us have been here in a while. If well, you think I've about it. Since I spent a lot of time here last week. No, I'm saying, like, you and I, like, to be here this long together is, is a rarity. True. That is true. But I think that I. Between I, work and fucking having strokes. Yeah, fuck. God damn, life is busy. And, you know, taking an extra hour to come home from somewhere because you have raging diarrhea because we're adult males, and that's just how it, it works. Uh, oh, and if anybody was wondering, yes, Avatar The Way of the Water was pretty fucking cool. Eight out of ten would suggest. Didn't even feel like... Eight out of ten on the stroke scale? Yeah. Okay. And I would say... The, I keep saying it. The craziest part about that movie is it's three fucking hours long, oh, the, and you—I would never have guessed it watching it until I <laughs> went to get out of the seat. Um, literally, I went—I I got like halfway out of the seat, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And the guy that was sitting in front of me was like, <laughs> "And I was like, you're older than me, bitch. Wait till you try to get up." Uh, Tyler asked before we get up. Excuse me, before we get out of here, uh, when's our next episode going to be? I believe that's what it says, or I might be paraphrasing. Uh, I think we're still up in the air right now. 
Barring no strokes. Or I have attack. the same. My work schedule is the same this week, this upcoming week. So you, Sunday. so I can do Sunday. Okay. Um, uh, Thursday, Friday, I'm off, but we both know that's probably going to be mostly time spent with better half. Probably. Uh, I mean, depending on her work schedule, we can try to do a second show, do a Patreon. Okay, <coughs> but I think I ain't next, doing one at night. I'm fucking tired. I mean, oh yeah, I'm about. I like, mean, sorry, but like, I'm tired. I had a stroke. Throughout, he had a stroke, and I've throughout all more. this, I was sick for fucking three and a half weeks, and continued to. I took one day off from being sick. I took, oh yeah, there was that too. I took one day off. I've missed more work since Christmas than I have missed in probably four years before that. You know how much I missed? How much? Two days. Two days. Not including the holidays. Because huh. I missed the one. I'd missed the. I called off the day after, well, on Christmas, I called off the day after Christmas because I was like, dude, I'm fucking dead. I've had a fever for at least like 18 hours. I'm well, fucked. But I was also sick before you. Because <laughs> I got it, it from you. You got it from me. Excuse me. See, that's, that's still, that's still, this never fully left from Christmas when I was sick and then I got sick again. But yeah, so I called off on Christmas day. I was like, yo, there's, I was like, if we can make it work. Tomorrow is just not the move. Right. And then sometime within that week, while I was still sick anyway, I mean, I broke my fever broke. You know what I mean? I was good. I follow the rules working in the restaurant business. It's like fever, diarrhea, vomiting. You don't go to work. Right. Unless I'm like, I had Chipotle and Skyline. That's why I have diarrhea. We're good. Yeah, that's not <laughs> contagious. Oh, wait. I woke, I woke up. Contagious. Therefore, diarrhea. We're good. But. Uh, sometime throughout that week, I was doing something and I fucked my, my, uh, sciatic started bothering me again. Uh, so my manager was like, Hey man, if it'll keep you better in the long run, I know this has happened to you before and you worked through it. And the last time I worked through it, my fucking foot was going numb by the time I was done with work and I couldn't sit down and I ended up with actual nerve self-diagnosed nerve damage because I started working out after that for a while and realized that I could do a calf raise of my body weight with my right leg, but I could not do it with my left leg huh. because my left leg was half useless for about six months, the year that COVID dropped. Really? Very interesting. Oh yeah. Sciatic. Like you don't fucking do something about your sciatic. Like my foot was going numb while I was at work. I couldn't sit down. I either had to stay moving on my feet or lay <laughs> flat on my back. That was it. So, right. yeah, I had took the following Monday off because of that. So the moral of the story is... And then I popped a blood vessel on my leg. Jesus Christ, you're falling apart. That one wasn't that bad. That's just like a 12-hour thing. But it fucking... Have you ever done it? That I don't think so. fucking sucks for like two hours. It's like a hey. big-ass internal bruise. I had a stroke. Put it back in the deck. I had part of my brain lose, not get supplied proper blood. Put the card back in the deck, strokey. Been long enough. It's been almost a week. We're over it. No one cares. Anyway, I had a brush with death in a serious medical condition. Anyway. You had the. Mo I love how you had like the most, the most minor version of something very serious. Yeah, well, yeah, you got lucky. Is really what happened. Yes, very much so. Uh, so, but my bottom line is, we'll probably we'll be back Sunday for another full episode. Yes. Did you see that? What? The CDC is looking into uh, people are saying that they were having strokes from, but it was within like ten days of having the vaccine. I saw something on the news. I was watching. I was like, hmm. Yeah, 
I saw it. To do, I saw it too because I almost sent it to you. I saw it on Instagram. I was about to send it to you. Be like, we're fucking rich, Phil. You can't sue the fucking pharmaceutical companies over Fuck this. This podcast. <laughs> All right, so we will be back Ooh, Sunday. Tied up at halftime. Sorry, we, we will be back Sunday for another episode, and possibly after that, maybe we'll get back to a, the multi show. Yeah, I mean, we can look at it if it's schedule, schedule allowing. We might. I mean, might throw out a Patreon like midweek, maybe. If we if we put it together, football season's coming to a close. You know, it, we're getting down to the degree. You are, uh, so things will go back to normal. The holidays over. Yeah, anybody that doesn't know the industry that I work in, don't get too excited just because the Super Bowl happens. Because what happens right after the Super Bowl? Oh, college basketball, March Madness. Yeah, well, that's just so I'll be boring. balls to the wall for the month of March, and then after that, I should be good to go. I should be be able to set my schedule again. All right, so that'll do do it for this episode. Thanks for everybody who joined us in the uh, chat on the live stream and everybody that is taking in this podcast on their favorite podcast app. Thank you so much. Don't forget to go to, uh, if you want to get some bonus material, patreon.com slash Podcast. There's no new stuff, but, but like we're coming. Maybe when I get my colonoscopy, I'll put, <laughs> that's where I'll put the video. Yeah, it's like the fucking, it's like the, the hillbilly rolling coal diesel driving boys. I'm the Dodge. And I'll do a, I'd rather be coming than stroking. I'll do the vlog of that cleanse you have to do where you have to shit, where they have to, you have to clean your system out and you got to shit every five fucking minutes. Spastic. Oh, the shit that's all over TikTok? No, well, when you do a colonoscopy, they give you. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. You Ooh, got, have fun with that. You got to blow out your fucking pipes. I've done it. Have fun. It's, uh, I'll put that, it's an adventure. I'll put that, I'll do a vlog of that experience and then put the, uh, by the, by the time that stuff's out of your system and you go through that procedure after drinking that, your asshole will will feel like a burnt out Vietnam vet looks (laughs) nice. All right. But, uh. Instagram, what's our, what's our social media? Uh, Instagram is what is it? Ghost underscore night underscore podcast. Twitter's night underscore, underscore ghost. ghost. Ghost of the night on Facebook. Yeah. Ghost uh, of the night on YouTube, which is where you're already at. Uh, I think that's what I think that's it. TikTok. Uh, GITN dot podcast. So, and again, uh, waiting on the package. I will have some product to talk about and share my review on, and we will put some, there's some overlays and some patches, but yet again, you're in the mood for a fucking or if you're in the market for an energy supplemental drink go to w energy's website get 10 percent off your purchase with code gitn podcast yeah you're welcome they have a dragon fruit a dragon aid really looking forward to trying it i will Listen to you try it. You know you're going to try it. I know. Unless you're on like a massive caffeine restriction because right. you had a fucking stroke. You Thanks old for joining. Fuck. Thanks for joining, guys. We will see you uh, at least on Sunday. So take care. Don't have a stroke. Anything else, Travis, you want to say to the people? Skeleton walks into a bar. He orders a beer and a mop. Okay. That's the whole joke. You get it? Because he doesn't have skin. It just goes right through him. Yeah. Kind of like my colonoscopy. I will have to have it here at some point. Boom. We're out. You ever heard of a Jewish Catch-22? Watch it. Free ham. All right. We're definitely leaving now. Good night, guys. You want to tell an Asian joke? No, fuck that. Fuck them. There aren't that many. How much are you going to poke fun at us? We already got small dicks and small eyes. 
You can blindfold us with fucking dental floss, though. That's true. Where are you go? <laughs> I cannot find you. You go away like live stream go away. Why you not press button yet? I not talk to these fucking people no more. You want mushu chicken? 